LiftNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today, I almost ran out of breath. I'm too fat to talk. Today is Thursday, January 19th, 2023. And I think we all know now, this is episode number 601. We are now on the march to 750. I think that's the, and we'll probably, you know, 700, 750, then 800, 900, and 1,000. When are we going to hit 1,000? What do we, uh, what is that? That's uh, four a week. I'll miss some because of travel and this, that, and the other. If we're, what's 1,000? Uh, so we got 400 to go. That's 100 weeks. That's two years. That's two years. Well, I mean, it stands to reason it took uh, almost three to get to 600. There may be three. Okay, so we still got. Well, we'll get there. Oh, excuse me. Uh, But welcome to the show. Hello. It's the uh, last show of the week. And uh, and then we get into divisional football this weekend. And uh, yeah, we get it. We get it in after that. So uh I think some of you are going to have to, I know this is a tough pill to swallow, but some of you are going to have to start caring about basketball. Me too. I know, I know I'm derelict in my duties as a sportscaster. Uh, If I was on radio and had to, uh, back on radio, and had to do everything, you know, like the PDs expect, oh, yeah, I got to talk. I'd probably watch more of it. I watch the occasional Rocket game and, I don't have TBS or TNT, and that's probably why I don't watch as much basketball this year. So I'm uh, I'm ill informed uh, for the most part. I mean, I try to keep up, watch the Sports Center when ESPN is playing, and then yeah, of course when the Rockets play somebody. And yeah, baseball's right around the corner. I believe Feb nine, uh, voluntary workouts or something like that. So yeah, middle of the middle of February. Uh, baseball players will start to ramp it up. March is always spring training and, uh, April starts a a new. So yeah, it's dope. Queen B spice. I ain't done yet. Sugar. (laughs) Oh, oh, this is a bloody, bloody war. (sighs) You know, you guys got the war of 1812. You got the you got the 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 civil. We have our own civil war a brewing right here, folks. We have our own civil war. Of, I need I need war music. I need war. Hold on. Uh, elements.envato.com. I need I need war music. War music. Let me see. I gotta find a good one. This is. Oh, that doesn't sound like war music. Nah. I need like a, like a, here, well, I'll just download the first one. Uh, 
I need war music because I, I oh shit, why did I close the thing? Uh, we've got to talk about this war of brewing uh, between CC and uh, Dr. Trail 290. Uh, it's so magnificent and magical. Uh, it is. Uh, so this all started because why? Someone tell me how and why this started. Someone, someone define for me. Uh, what has gone on here? Because um, there is a war going on in the deckhead community. It started off as playful banter, a little back and forth, jibby jabby, jibby jabby. Shit's gotten real. And I mean, real. Timeouts are being handed out like a soccer mom on a on a bad Friday evening when the kids are acting up. CC just got timed out for the second time in three days. Dr. Dre on 290 is probably probably going to be the victim of some sort of stabbing. I don't know. CC looks like she would cut a bitch. Ah, uh, this is, uh, this is making me nervous. I don't like it. I, I literally end every show by saying love each other. And you guys are out here fighting. You guys are out here warring. We got a gang war, people. This is not good. We got, uh, well, it's not like the Bloods and the Crips. It's more like the, uh, I don't know, the... The Bloody Marys and the trips. And, you know, because Cece drinks, so she's the Bloody Marys. And Dr. Dre and 290 is a truck driver, so he takes trips. So I'm thinking like the Bloody Marys and the trips, right? So you got to pick a side. <laughs> pick a side. I'm not. I love everybody the same and equal. <laughs> Can we just get along? I don't want to fight. <laughs> I don't like the fighting. All right, uh, did somebody time out CC? We got to get it in. Did uh, did somebody time her out? Let's see, when did he use it? Hold on. Redeem timeout. Uh, I ain't done yet, sugar. That's what he said. Where Barry is so late, goddammit. What are you talking about, McLovin? I fucking tweeted out that the show wouldn't start till 2.30. So, hey, McLovin, how about you take your little shriveled up penis and you chuck it up under your taint and stick it in your butthole and go fuck yourself? Because I literally said... The show would start at 2.30 today, and goddammit, it started at like 2.32. So I need you to shut the fuck up about the lateness, for fuck's sake. God damn it. I am so sick of hearing about the lateness. Guys, the show starts when the fucking show starts, okay? And I'm not late on purpose, I promise, for fuck's sake. I hate your guts, McLovin. I hope you, I hope you shit your pants. In a crowded room today. Uh, okay, Potch got CC. <laughs> so sad. It's so sad. No, you shut your whore mouth. No excuses. No excuses. <laughs> it was working me sponge, baby. Sorry, I don't check Twitter. Well, then shut the fuck up. If you don't know. Jen, <laughs> bear drop this coffee. That is so funny. Hey, what's up, uh, Jamal? Good to see you, buddy. 
Bro stole my nickname and my favorite number. Blasphemy. Yeah, right? Yeah, go figure. Uh, what's up, man? Good to see you, Justin. All right, so we've got a lot to discuss. A lot of, uh, a lot of NFL. Oh, shit. I just looked at one of the slides and... I didn't do it right. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll go back and and grab it again while we're shooting the shenanigans here. Um, ah, fuck it. You guys can deal with it. It's I'll show you what I mean. But it's not a big deal. So, uh, but we got a ton to get to. Uh, CC is timed out <laughs> in the arms of the angel. Fly away. <laughs> I'm gonna miss CC. Uh, so, it's so tragic. All right. So, uh, we've got a ton to get to. Hold on. Damn it. Yeah. All right. We've got NFL. We've got some NBA trade deadline shit we didn't get to. We still didn't do the film session. We were going to do it in hour number three yesterday, which was a hoot. But we got kind of sidetracked, which if you've never been to an hour number three, oh, you miss out. Uh, we've done some crazy things. We do unboxings when I get shit from Amazon. We just open it up and look at it together. Uh, I've lasered my balls. I've done uh, garlic uh, dressing shots. We talked about porn yesterday for like almost an hour. Just looking at Pornhub stats for an hour. A lot of fun. Uh, I've guessed what people watch. Uh, we've, we've roasted each other. It's a lot of fun. So if you're not on the Patreon... Uh, hour number three by itself is worth it. Plus, you get access to the Discord, plus a whole lot of other stuff. So, if you uh, if you really dig the show and you want to see what goes on in the private hour, I'm your private dancer. Uh, join the Patreon, and you get a ton of you get a ton of benefits. You know, I always worry about uh, uh, having value. Uh, for my Patreon members, and I feel like we're getting there, and we're going to be adding more uh, as we go. So I feel like there's some value in the private hour. There's some uh, there's some value in the Discord, which is amazing. It's a great community. Uh, there's some you get swag and all kinds of. Sh- and going forward, you're gonna start getting some uh, VIP treatment for comedy shows and tickets. And you know, when your boy records an album, you might get a a presale uh, something or other. So yeah, lots of uh, lots of stuff in the works too. So if you're not a Patreon member and you love this show. You dig this show, and you want this show to be able to continue supporting myself as an independent creator is a great way to do that. All right, let's get to the chat. If you're new to the show, the chat is the shout-out to the chat, and then we're going to get rolling. Man, the chat was bumping early uh, because the show didn't start on time. Fucking McLovin. Uh, But I saw, like, Chris Reyes and Heartthrob and Alan Denson were in early along with Steven the Weather Guy. So we'll just say those are the four greatest deckheads in the history of the world for the next three hours, two and a half hours, two hours, two hours and ten minutes, whatever. And then they can just all go back to being regular-ass deckheads and people after that. Uh, So in my window in the chat, first and foremost, I see, and if I miss you, Hit me a wave in the chat, and I will say hello. But I see Uriel Villanueva is in there. Jared Taylor showed up. My sweet, sweet Donna. Happy Thursday, sweetie. Uh, Alex Villanueva is here. Dr. Dre on 290. Uh, Steven the Weather Guy is in the building. What's up, dude? Uh, Steven Luther is in the building. Hello, Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. There's CC, guys. I miss CC so much. <laughs> oh, Dre. Uh, I can't swallow. <laughs> 
Oh, I miss CC. Uh, what's up, Heartthrob? Good to see you, buddy. E2D is in the building. What's up, man? Having a break from class. Good to see you back, pimp. Uh, Chris Reyes is here, as I mentioned. Uh, there's Justin, Jamal, the real J Monkey. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? What's up, Jen? Good to see you, sweetie. Great talk today. Air J Bryant is in the building. SVG, Dr. Drail290, the... The spirit killer, the dream crusher. What's up, Jim on Sports? Good to see you, my friend. Uh, who else? These pages roll faster. Let's see. Nasty Nate, what's up? Uh, where can I go back and watch the first episode of what? The very first episode of Barry on Deck? Well, right now, those are all hidden. They're in an archive somewhere locked away. Uh, you can get it on podcast, but there's just no uh, visuals. But I will have that up. I'm thinking... I'm thinking what I might do is store those on either my website or on Patreon. And anybody that's a member of Patreon will have access to all the shows all the way back to the get-go. Uh, so that's that's something we're working on. Hey, yo, check it out. My guy Rob is in the building. What's up, Rob? So Smoking Gutter Show is here. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. Uh, uh, if you're into barbecue and food, it is the preeminent uh, live stream show on YouTube and Twitch. So make sure you check that out. Uh, what is this? Uh, baseball's right around the corner. Oh, okay. We got that already. Let's see. Dr. Dre, I got Rob. I got Rudy Rob. What's up? Uh, I got Steven. I got Hart the Rob. And my Miss Mark G. What's up? Potch. How are you, my friend? Jared Taylor. Yeah, that was some good battle music, wasn't it? McLovin, you raggedy bitch. Barry is so late. God damn it. Fuck, I want to time you out so bad. Oh my God. I want to time you out so bad. Uh, who else is here? Tiger Stripes, what's up, man? It's called Barry on Deck War Team. Nice, I like it. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, who else is here? Oh, shit, I lost my page. Sorry. Um, who else is here? Uh, I think I got everybody then, if that's the case. We uh, got Tiger Stripes. I got the real J Monkey. And page two. I No, wait. I, there's Jeff Bell. What's up? Hey, there's Homo Astros fan. What's up, pimp? Hey, Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 200 bits. That is dope as shit. Alan Denson chimed in with 200 bits. Joel with 100 bits. And that kicked off the hype train. Look at that. We got us a damn hype train going. I'll be damned. Hey, Crystal chimed in with two bitties. Hey, it's Cherry. I saw Cherry last week at the secret group. It was so good to hang out with her. Cherry, thank you for the 300, uh, 340 bitties, sweetie. Jim on sports with the 69. I like Thank you for those biddies, my friend. We are level one of a hype train. And I don't have any. Uh, hold on. I got. Hold on. I don't know what I got. Uh, fuck. Uh, Let me go see what I have in the liquor cabinet for shoot. It's kind of a tub, right? It's a, uh, I don't know what it is. Mimi, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. We got us a new bottle of Jameson. Brand new handle of Jamie. Oh, shit. I 
don't know if I want to do this, though, because Jen started telling me about this podcast that talks about drinking and what it does to your body. And quite frankly, I'm a I'm a little worried. But you know what? A deal's a deal. And anytime we get a hype train, I do a shot. And today shall be no different. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we've cracked open a new bottle of the Jameson. Uh, but Cherry's in the building. I got Crystal. What's up, sweetie? Joe Hernandez is here. Aaron J. Bryant and uh, Tiger Stripes. I got Jim. I got Rob. I got. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it. No, Perry. What's up, homie? Good to see you, Perry. CC said, took my time out like a boss. I ain't no punk. Thank you. Mimi. What's up, girl? Good to see you. Dandy Dan's in the building. Holy shit. Hey, Barry. Been a bit since I could join. Yeah. Well, Dan, welcome back, man. You missed so much. Dr. Dre on 290 and CC are having a gang war. And uh, McLovin is a ho-ass ho that won't let it go that this show doesn't start on time. Spoiler alert, Dan, the show still doesn't start on time. Uh, well, <laughs> Bear, Tiger Stripes, we're in trouble now with the new Jameson. Yeah, LOL, clearly not that worried, still doing the shot. Well, I mean, you know. Uh, Jen, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. That completed the hype train. Uh, it says the hype train completed at level one. Your community contributed a total of zero gifted subs of 1,111 bits. You guys are the best. Uh, and this is for you guys. Cheers to, uh, to you all, one and all, on this a thankful Thursday. I'm thankful for you guys. I am thankful uh, for the many episodes that we have had and shared together. And I'm thankful for a dope-ass community that puts up with my bullshit and my shenanigans and is the kindest group of people collectively that I've ever met. I love you guys. Cheers. Individually, some of y'all are assholes. Collectively, so great. I'm just fucking with you. Damn, look at daddy sweating. Tell me I don't work. Tell me I don't work. I'm sweating my ass off up in this bitch. Hey, Steven the Weather Guy. Lil Uzi, thank you, buddy. Lil Uzi with the 69. I like him. He said, uh, where is our pornography connoisseur Dimata today? Yeah, he knew so much about Pornhub. It was a little disturbing. Somebody called Dimata a Pornhub sommelier, and that was the funniest shit I've heard or seen or read in a long-ass time. So whoever said that on the Discord, hilarious. Uh, Donna, my sweet, sweet Donna, thank you for the 50 bitties. And uh, I do while we're here. Hey, Dre, thank you for the 100 bits, pimp. I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, for the calls. Welcome back from the dead, CC. Aw, you trying to make up now. She's going to murder your face, Dre. You should run. Dre's going to be sleeping in the cab of his truck with a gun on his chest. What? What? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? What was that? It's just a lot, lizard, Dre. Um, I do want to say also thank you to those of you uh, who generously sent me uh, Venmos and PayPal's uh, for Thankful Thursday, you know, to support the cause as you guys do uh, on Thursdays. I'm still blown away that you guys do this. It's uh, it's 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 humbling every single week that you do it, and I I appreciate it so much. So Donna, thank you for the ten dollar uh, Thankful Thursday. PP Dubs, my friend Dave, thank you for the six dollar five dollar Thankful Thursday. Sylvia, my sweet Sylvia, thank you. Total Dallas chimed in with one. And he said, and I quote, uh, shit, where did it die? You raggedy bitch. 
You raggedy bitch. Where'd the PayPal's go? There it is. Uh, he said, oh, come on, for fuck's sake. Just a heads up. If the ca- bitch, I want to see the details. He basically said if the Cowboys win, he's going to be insufferable next week. Like we didn't know that. And if they lose, he's not going to show up because he's talked all, talked all that shit. Oh, excuse me, Lord Jesus. Uh, so, yeah, but I, I and you know what, dude, if the Cowboys win, you've earned it. So you talk your shit. Um, Alex Villanueva sent a $10 thankful Thursday uh, on a $5 Friday thankful Thursday. Well, I don't know how it works now. Uh, but he said, uh, great week of shows. Congrats on 600. And I appreciate that, my friend. Jen, uh, thank you for your uh, $5 thankful Thursday. That was uh, very nice of you. You work here. It's not necessary. I don't, I don't know why you do that. You're an employee. I don't know why I'm talking like a kid with a cold. I don't know what's happening. Uh, where's the fucking God bless them? I'll just go to the Gmail. That's what I'll do. I'll just go to the G's mails. Because in the Gmails is where I can read the PayPal's. Yeah, and everybody's. Uh, Don said, happy, thankful Thursday. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, so I can, I can read them here. That's cool. Uh, Alex said, uh, another great week in the books. Congrats on 600 yesterday. This really keeps me entertained when out in these streets working 100. I appreciate you, Alex. I'm glad that is the whole point of this show is to keep you guys entertained. And uh, yeah, Total Dallas said, just a heads up at the Cowboys win Sunday. I will be insufferable on Monday. Have a good weekend, you and the team, mom and sis and Jen. Uh, thank you, Total Dallas. We love you. We appreciate you, buddy. Uh, even though you make me nauseous with your Cowboys love. Uh, Sylvia said, happy BOD. Thankful Thursday, sweetie. Thank you so much. Baby Dub said, TT, another solid week in the books. Uh, shows have been on point. Thank you, PB Dubs. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Jen said, thankful Thursday. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Mark G with a $5. Oh, excuse me. A $10. Thankful Thursday. Let's go. Thank you, Mark G. I hope you're doing well, my friend. Uh, okay. Back to work. Love y'all. Glad I could pop in for a minute. Cherry. It's always great to see you, sweetie. Uh, I love you too, boo boo. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Tell the cat. I said, hello. And, uh, stay away from those swingers bars. We had a long, Cherry and I had a long talk about swingers, uh, last week. So that was just. She's not actually a swinger. Hey, what's up? Asymmetric risk. Long time no see, man. Good to see you. Uh, Hugh Dab said, oh, we on time today. Uh, no, bitch. We started at two, not three, Hugh Dab. And we didn't start till 2.30 today. So it was, we, we, it was, I had meetings, okay? I saw some of y'all asking in the chat, what were the meetings? And uh, hold on, it's hot as fuck in here. That's why I'm sweating. Mark said, just working invoice. Now, nah, fuck that. I'm going to be a regular at the street. Well, I mean, hey, listen, now, you know, you can, you can do whatever the hell you want, girl. You go, girl. Um, no, it's all good, Hugh Dab. It's all good. Hey, Hugh Dab, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. No shame. You're, you're never late when you're here. That's what I always tell people. You're never late when you're here, so or when you show up. Um, so no worries, man. I appreciate you. Uh, what the fuck was I going to tell you? I forget now. Damn it, I forgot. Um, hey, by the way, I do want to say shout out to uh, Patrick Randall. Oh, or Randed. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Patrick. Now you're going to, just like truck driver Pookie is now truck driver Pussy. <sighs> it's Patrick Randed. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, Patrick. I didn't, that's not it. Uh, it was a, that's just a typo. That is just a typo. 
Um, fuck. I feel awful. Let me hold on. Hold on. I can fix this. I can make this okay, Patrick. I can. I can make this okay. I promise. I can. I can fix this. Hold on. I know how to fix this. Oh, I know exactly how to fix this. I'm gonna add a slide with a with a. Hold on. Add a color. Um, shit. Hold on. I gotta get to these tools and do this. That is two four two four two four. Okay. Oh, 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 shit. <sighs> Let's do this. Let's just do. Oh, fuck. Uh, that looks about right. Okay. Oh, shut up. I'm going to fix it, Patrick. No, is he here? I don't even think he's here. Everybody shut the fuck up. You don't need to tell him. You just shut up. Nobody say a word and, uh, and he'll be none the wiser. It'll be fine. Okay. Oh, damn. Did I do? No, I don't want that. I need, uh, I need that. There we go. Uh, yeah, hold on, guys. It's okay. Nobody panic. Daddy's still here. Everybody calm down. Daddy's still here. Daddy's daddy's just fine. I'm okay. Daddy's still here. Let's, let's, uh, boom. Nope, didn't work. Here we go. <sighs> hey, everybody. Here we go. I'm, I'm fixing it. I'm slowly but surely fixing it. See, now you don't even know that it said Patrick Randed. That's 100% Patrick Randall. What are you talking about? Look how I fixed that. So easy. So easy. Reyes said a lot of F words today. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you get you get wound up. You get a little... You, McLovin really got, in, got me pissed off. And y'all know when I get angry, the curse words start flying. I had been doing so good. So we, the show had been super clean until now, which thank God, you know, no one's evaluating us. Um, yeah. Uh, so I fixed, if I fixed it, that's Patrick Randall. No problem. Uh, tell us, I know how you feel. I have two of them, uh, but they kidnapped the other one from us. I don't know what that means. What did Tola Dallas say? Um, oh, uh, bleep, bleep. oh yeah. I was gonna tell you guys about the meetings. Okay. Our throbs in the pussy posse. <laughs> nice. I just got here, but I'm telling. Shut up, Nick. I had a dream about a pack of hot dogs last night. Oh. Did you tell Clarence hello? Poor Clarence not even here to defend himself. Stephen Weatherguy says, so truck driver pussy has to be on team Dr. Dre for the war. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. It's the Bloody Marys versus the trips. So, all right, uh, yeah, but Patrick Randall, man, thank you for coming on back. Uh, welcome back to the Discord. Welcome back to the Patreon. Uh, thank you for joining. He, he joined so he could pop in the third hour yesterday, which was cool as shit to have him. And he popped in and said the following. I just wanted to come in and tell you guys that someone went on Google Maps and changed the, changed the name of the police station where that awful um, this lady worked. How, you know, she like banged like seven coworkers. They changed the name from a police station to a train station. <laughs> that is so great. Oh my God. That is so great. Uh, my grandson, Barry on deck. He was taken to the Philippines without permission. Oh, good. God damn shit. <clears throat> That's crazy, man. Um, you too deep, boy. You, you depressed the fuck out of me, man. Anytime I talk to E2D, I, I, it's rarely is it upbeat. It's he just fuck, man. I gotta stay away from E2D if I'm in a good mood because 
you know, I mean, not that like I feel bad that your grandkid was kidnapped, but fuck, way to bring down the show. Now I just feel like we should all just stop and everyone just go f- help find E2D's grandson. Shit. Uh, Nick Ambo said that's all he said and he bounced. That's true. He left right after that. It was hilarious. Somebody needs to give by that person dinner. Uh, and she kept her husband. He stayed with her. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. And that, that is the ultimate in, in, in cuckdom. Like, how, how low is your self-esteem, bro? How low is your self-esteem? All right. I did want to tell you um, about the meetings. So uh, some of you may know, and I, I think I briefly mentioned it on yesterday's show and kind of caused a... Uh, a bit of a stir uh, on the Discord, at least where I saw, and um, because I mentioned that, that I had, uh, I was working on Barry on Sports, and for those of you that don't know, Barry on Sports actually started on uh, a TV show here in Houston, Texas. Uh, Jerome Solomon started a show called Houston Sports Show, and in the beginning, he was like, "Hey, man, I want you to be on this TV show that I'm putting together. It's a sports talk show, but I want it to be funny. I want it to be entertaining. Uh, so I want you to be a part of it." Cause it's kind of what I specialize in. And, uh, and he was like, you can do whatever you want. I'll give you your own segment. So I, I decided I wanted to do a segment similar to weekend update on Saturday night live, except I wanted to do it with sports and get some of my comedy buddies to help me write jokes about the top headlines in the sports week each week. And so that was Barry on sports. That's how it started. Well, that eventually led to me getting, um, to host the show and produce it. The show has since gone away as is the nature in TV, but I didn't want Barry on sports to die. I was talking to a comedian friend of mine when I was on the road, uh, William Lee Martin, and he gave me some great advice because I was trying to figure out how can I grow my following, my comedic following, my Barry on deck following, how can I grow my brand and my the awareness that people have of me? Because right now it's not growing. And Bill, or I should say uh, William Lee, uh, he suggested, we were talking about Barry on sports and how to market. He goes, why don't you record it as an audio instead of a video, record it as an audio file and see if radio stations around the country want to play it. I was like, Bill, that's fucking genius. So I got back into the lab. I got my the writers that I used to have on the TV show back with me, Suntran and Chris Rogers. They're fucking amazing. Uh, and we started writing and recording new ones. We're in our third week. And the goal was uh, to get these on radio somehow some way using whatever connections I might have or however I can make it happen or make it possible um fortunately I know a guy on radio in um Wichita what's up Chewy yeah Chewy was a big supporter of Houston Sports Show um and I appreciate that Chewy and a supporter of Barry on Sports um oh okay Dre got the email I was like what are we uh what are we talking about um so I probably unchecked another box for the queen. Uh-oh. Well, something's going on. Anyways, so I, I, um, we started recording again. I called a, a buddy of mine. Well, not a buddy. He's a stand-up comic that actually does sports talk in Wichita. And I said, hey, would you like to run this on your show? And he was like, yeah, in fact, why don't you just join us every week for a segment? I was like, even better, dude. That's dope. So he has picked up Barry on sports. He was the very first radio station uh, in the country that they agreed to run it every single week. That's been the third week now. Indy Kalu, who has uh, in the trenches his show, he has agreed to run it every single week for me. Um, and then I just uh, worked out a deal today um, with Jeff Michael, 
who has a show on Sports Map Radio, which is syndicated uh, nationwide. And uh, I'm going to start doing a weekly segment with those guys at 2.30 on Fridays. And um, that they will also be running uh, Barry on Sports before my segment. So that really puts us in several markets just with that one show, uh, which, is, which is pretty dope. And that allows me, that kind of opens it up so that I can actually get this marketed and, and not necessarily sold. I'm not charging for it. I'm not having advertisers on it. The formula really is an old formula. It's a tried and true formula. It actually, believe it or not, uh, goes back to um, uh, 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 Larry the Cable Guy. He got his start, and the way he blew up is he was a guest on um, like the Bob and Tom show and some other shows. But, um, hey, what's up, Papa Bane? I was telling a story here about this audio file that I do. I'm going to play it here in just a second to give you guys an idea of what I'm getting syndicated around the country on different radio stations. Um, but, yeah, and so, by the way, the name of the show that comes on Sports Map Radio is First Name Sports with Jeff and Greg. Uh, but Jeff Michael is the one that kind of, it's his show. So, he's going to run it. I'm going to do a segment with them every Friday at 2.30. I'm on in Wichita, the Press Box, which airs on KGO in Wichita, uh, I'll do a segment on with them every Wednesday at 525, and they run Barry on Sports. And then Indy Clue here in Houston runs Barry on Sports. So we're in several markets now with this little venture, and the, the goal is to get it nationwide in as many markets as I can get it. Larry the Cable Guy used to do this. He used to call Bob and Tom, but then he would call, he would call in as a character, as Larry the Cable Guy. And then he started calling other radio stations around the country and kind of built a following in all these different cities, and he was able to go there as a stand-up comedian, and people would show up. It was back then that was kind of how you went viral. You used radio. You didn't go viral. Uh, there was no internet, so to speak, to go viral on. Um, Roy Wood Jr. did the same thing with uh, prank calls. Roy Wood Jr. would prank call somebody and record it, and then he had a bunch of radio stations. He would send it to them and say, hey, if you like this and you think it's funny, I, I can send it to you every week and you can run it. And he was like, yeah, um, I don't want any money. Uh, all I want you to do is say that this is comedian Roy Wood Jr. And that's it. And so it started running and people loved it. And that's how he built his following. So uh, Cowboy Bill and I were like, well, fuck, why can't, we, why can't you do that with Barry on sports? So that's kind of the goal. Uh, is to get this bad boy out to as many stations as I can. So, uh, each of these said the girls are good on Sundays. Yeah, 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 a hundred percent. I love Rach and uh, Holly. That's part of the Houston Sports Show on radio. Um, yeah, they're 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 cool people's. So yeah, Donna said I love Bob and Tom. You know, I never listened to them, but I I know that they have a huge following, huge following. So um, yeah, that's the that's what I've been working on. And so, like I said, now we've got. We've got um, the first name, first name sports, which is syndicated in several different markets. We've got uh, the press box in Wichita and in the trenches here in Houston. So we're going to try to get it on more. So without further ado, let me just play this for you. And then we'll get into our sports headlines and talk some NFL. I've got your picks. I've got your breakdowns for each game. We're going to get into a little NBA if we have some time today. Uh, but real quick, I just want you to, uh, I'm just going to play it. 
and I'm going to sit here for a second. And this is it's 90 seconds, so it's not very long. Uh, but listen, this is Barry on Sports for this week. I'm Barry Laminac, and this isn't what happened in sports. Let's start at the NFL, where the Dallas Cowboys beat Tom Brady and the Bucks on Monday, 31 to 14. Cowboys kicker Brett Maher missed four extra points in the game, and for his efforts, he was named Defensive MVP of the game for the Bucks. Looks like Maher used all of his skill points on distance and not accuracy. The Vikings lost to the Giants on Sunday, pushing Kirk Cousins' record in the playoffs to 1-4. One, one writer referred to Cousins as a Costco hot dog, which is unfair because a Costco hot dog hasn't increased in price in the last 25 years. Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder is reportedly selling the team. Man, those are some small shoes to fill. Snyder, of course, will always be remembered for his greatest achievement, selling the team. Philadelphia Flyers head coach John Tortorella has been and players from using iPads on the bench. And with a below 500 record, he has also said he wants to ban scoreboards. UFC president Dana White ripped Francis Ngannou for leaving the USC to, quote, fight lesser opponents, end quote, saying that's what marriage is for. And finally, Major League Baseball is reportedly going to use robot umpires at all AAA games this year, which means games can be called with no heart, cold, and emotionless. Or robots. Of course, if they want artificial intelligence, they could just keep using normal umpires. I'm Barry Laminac. Follow me on social media at Barry is funny. That's what will be airing every single week, hopefully on radio stations around the country. So uh, that is what we work on. I got, I've got some amazing, amazing writers. Shout out to Sun Tran and Chris Rogers. Uh, God, they make me look so funny every single week when it comes to sports because they do all the heavy lifting and I just have to record it and try to get this out there. So, you know, and they're so dope, man. They were like, yeah, you know, it's until it takes off. Don't worry about it. Cause I was paying them for the TV show, but right now they're just like, nah, man, we love writing the jokes. We love hearing it. We love doing it. So super cool how they're pitching in. So that's what, that's what I'm trying to get out. So if you live in another market and you have a radio station that you'd think it would be a good fit for, hit me up. Let me know if you have contact info for them, even better. All right, so let's get to our sports headlines. are your sports headlines for the day the Dolphins have fired their defensive coordinator Josh Boyer after three seasons um uh, Mike McDaniel Boyer was there when McDaniel got there and, and let him uh continue to be the DC but said look I you know I thought he did a great job our defense improved but it was time and you know obviously the offense under Mike McDaniel uh Tua under his tutelage leaps and bounds improvement uh, adding Tyreek Hill to go along with Jalen Waddle was uh, was huge. Uh, Gasecki started to look better because of it as well. So offensively, the team was fine. Defensively, yeah, Miami did need some help. Um, they weren't uh, you know, the greatest. Uh, but it, you know what? That was a much improved Miami team and far exceeded expectations at the end of the day, though. I think Mike McDaniel wants his guy. He probably wants someone a little more innovative or, you know, uh, somebody that uh, understands kind of the vibe of what the Miami Dolphins are now as a team. So uh, McDaniel releases or fires, I guess, Josh Boyer after three seasons. This next one is really interesting to me. There's this just came across as a bleep or a, a you know a, a blurb, 
But there's there's a level to this that I don't think people are stopping to think about. But uh, the Bucks have fired their offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. Uh, that's that's amid a complete overhaul of the team that uh, Todd Bowles is going through. And while the offense didn't look great, and it should have been a lot better considering the weapons that Tom Brady had, the fact that you had Tom Brady and he had Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette and a receiving core that whose numbers should have been off the charts. And as a passing attack, they were great. Don't get me wrong. Um, but overall, the offense was very stagnant and bad. And a lot, a lot, a lot had to do with the offensive line. That said, um, I can't help but wonder, first of all, did Brady have something to do with this? Did he not like Leftwich or did he? I don't really know the relationship uh, between Brady and Leftwich. I don't want to sit here and pretend like I do. I know some of you are going to tell me what you read from another writer or media guy, but I just want you to know, save it, because that means absolutely fucking nothing to me, because opinions are like assholes when it comes to this shit. If you ain't in the locker room, or you don't know someone in the locker room, save it. But my point is, I don't know the relationship. I don't know if Brady and Leftwich got along great, I don't know if they hated each other or if Brady hated him, but this just screams to me Tom Brady involved one way or the other because the offense was atrocious. The O-line was atrocious, and I think this is Todd Bowles' play to maybe either, either one, hey, we still have a chance to bring him back next year if we get rid of Leftwich and make some moves, right? Maybe. Mm. Or... Bowles and it, let's let's assume that Brady's relationship with Leftwich wasn't good. That's the one thing, right? I'll get rid of him. Brady stays. Maybe we can uh, get back to a Super Bowl one more time. Or Brady's relationship with Leftwich was really good. Bowles didn't like Leftwich or the way the offense was run. So the fact that maybe he knows now Brady's not coming back. And so he felt like it was okay to let Leftwich go. I don't know, but I feel like either one side or the other, there's some onions to this layer. There's some layers to this onion, excuse me, that 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 we're not aware of just yet. I don't think this is just a straight football move. Byron Leftwich has been one of the hottest talked about coaches, potential head coaches, in each of the last four or five off seasons. I mean, it has been when you hear heard names come up, there was two offensive minds. That you that were always talked about. Y'all know it was Eric Bieniemy and Byron Leftwich. All of a sudden, now not only did he not get a head coaching job off of his OC time and experience, he doesn't even have a job now. Uh, speaking of Byron Leftwich as an offensive coordinator, that's a big turn of events. So it went from one of the hottest young coaches, one of the most promising OCs to become a head coach in the future for a team, Texans or whoever, he just lost his job. And sometimes you'll get picked up as an OC somewhere else. Maybe people like what they saw and think, hey, we got a better O-line and you know this, that, and the other. And then sometimes you got to go, well, shit, okay, I'll just go back to being a quarterback coach until I get my opportunity again. You got to go somewhere. Maybe he goes to uh, uh, the Chargers and works wonders and magic with uh, Herbert and is, is, you know, back on the the, the, the hot list for uh, potential head coaches. I don't know. Maybe he goes to, uh, to Baltimore. The Ravens just fired their OC, Greg Roman. Well, he resigned, but it, 
hey, Greg, why don't you just pack your shit and go and just step down? Uh, but he resigned amid offenses de- amid the offense's declining results year over year. Uh, he was kind of the architect of the offense that was built around Lamar Jackson. Um, one of the things that I read that was interesting about this story and this headline is that, you know, J.K. Dobbins, I, we talked about it on this show earlier in the week after the Ravens' loss uh, to the Bengals uh, last week. Dobbins was like, hey, man, I should have had the ball. That should have been me. Why was he running a quarterback sneak? That should have been me. First of all, it's not unheard of to run a quarterback sneak on the one-yard line of, or the goal line. That's just that's not a ridiculous play call at all. The problem wasn't the play call. The problem was the execution. The problem was, you know, it, he Michelle Obama'd it. Everybody's like, what are you talking about? They all went low and he went high. I mean, if the offensive line goes low, you don't dive. You go low, pad on pad. They always tell you in a a short yardage situation like that, low pads wins. Low man wins. You got to get up underneath the the, the pads of your opponent. So if you're doing it that way, low man wins. Uh, you, You try to get low. Backs come in behind you. You can actually push guys over the goal line now. That's no longer a penalty. Problem is, is everybody went low. Running backs came in to push. And Huntley jumps in the air. He ran the wrong play. Or he ran the play the wrong way, I should say. He ran the right play. Just ran it the wrong way. I'll leave it up to Baltimore people like um, uh, 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 Shock and, and, and others to, uh, to, you know, say whether they liked Greg Roman. The fact of the matter is, this article said that over the last four years, offensively, they had declined year over year. And look, you were out without Lamar Hunt for or Lamar Jackson for a while as well, and you had to rely on Huntley. So, not a not a great way uh, to bolster your status as an offensive coordinator. Uh, now, let me see. I gotta say, what's up, uh, booty clappers? I feel like I feel like I say it right, but I sound like the whitest tryhard uh, on Twitch when I say it. And I can't, I'm kind of mad at you, booty. I'm going to say it like a, like a corny white guy. I'm kind of mad at you, booty clappers. I'm kind of mad at you for making me say it like that. And making me have to say it at all. But uh, yeah, booty clapper said uh, no O-line for Tom Brady and the Bucks. Agree. Uh, 100% agree with that. Uh, I don't know if this is considered an important headline, but the LIV Golf managed to find a deal on TV. Yeah, I mean that's somewhat important. Perry said, "Fuck the Bucks," but I wasn't. Uh, it wasn't left which is fault. A lot of uh, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot had to do with Brady being trash. I I wouldn't call him trash, but he's definitely older, uh, old over the hill, and lost some some of his mojo. He lost some of what made Brady great. It wasn't there. His accuracy, for one, wasn't there anymore. He was wildly inaccurate. Uh, in that game versus Dallas. And it, you know, I mean, that was a passing attack that kind of could be relied upon. It was the Bucks' inability to run the ball that was a problem. And I kind of told you that last week. I said, man, if you, whoever can run the ball and stop the run is going to win this game. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Hardtop said they, uh, my, the Dolphins canned three defensive coaches along with the D.C. Yeah, that's kind of what happened in... Um, was it, it was it Baltimore where they their their some other coaches got let go too? 
that usually happens, right? When the OC goes, it's kind of a trickle down. So, yeah, a lot of uh, one DC for the Dolphins and two OCs for the Bucks and the Ravens are gone. Um, I agree, Dre, he didn't have a great O-line, but at the same time, he also didn't have a, uh, he, when he did have time, it's he still wasn't accurate, at least in that last game. Um, yeah, Jim says the Bucks D regressed a lot too. Yeah, it didn't, they, they didn't play as well down the stretch as they had. Uh, let me see here. My cousin used to chauffeur for Tom Brady. He told me he didn't like taking orders from a, okay. Now, now booty, you almost had me. I almost read that whole bullshit ass line out loud. I think Brady's not coming back so they can completely start over on offense as Amos. All right, that's, that's. Chewy said, uh, I would say Leftwich and Roman got OC gigs elsewhere. Uh, I think Roman will get an OC gig somewhere. I don't know if Leftwich is going to get one, to be honest with you. It wouldn't surprise me if he has to go back to a QB coach for a year or two. Um, blah, 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 blah. Tidal Wave Sports. What does that say? Thanks, guys. Hey, Brian here, Barry. Just joined the Big Deckhead membership. Let's go! Hell yeah, my guy. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate appreciate you. Welcome to the Deckhead community, man. Um, I promise you, you're going to love the Discord. Uh, when you join Patreon, they send you a whole bunch of stuff. It's all automated. But when you join, it's all automated, and it tells you how to connect to the Discord. It is not a public Discord. You can't just get invited or, or join on your own. you got to be a member of Patreon, and I like it like that because it has some meaning and some value to be in there. And I think you'll really enjoy being in there. Now you have access to the private third hour of the show every week. You'll get some Barry on Deck swag in the mail. Um, and what I do is you get some swag for being a, a Patreon member when you sign up. And then once or twice a year, I send out swag, which I owe everybody. I owe all the huge deckheads some swag for January. So we're going to get that out. But yeah, you get swag once or twice a year, plus when you sign up, plus you get all kind of other perks and benefits, uh, and you support the show. So I appreciate it very much, my friend. Thank you. Uh, that's very kind of you to join. Uh, what else said, are you in biology? I don't know what that means. I bet Brady's top Pornhub search is hand jobs. No. Well, just because he's old. Okay. That's a good callback. Uh, what's up, Flip? Good to see you, buddy. Dick Willie just got here. Who who mills? No. Um, <laughs> Brady looked like a blind man shooting skeet. A little bit, Alan Denson. Not a bad comparison. Not a bad comparison. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, bleh, we're working on a Dallas channel in the Discord. Oh, nice. That would be outstanding. I would appreciate that. Any any radio stations you have, that would be badass. All right, so last thing on your sports headlines. Giannis, KD, are 1-2 in the East in All-Star voting. LeBron is tops as far as voting goes for the All-Star game itself. I was looking for total votes. And lo and behold, this is what I found. So I found a link on the Sporting News. Which, if you care, um, this is how the voting is shaken out right now. All-star voting results 2023. Um, in the Easter Conference for the guards, it's Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, James Harden. Uh, in the Easter Conference front court, it's Giannis, Durant, Jason Tatum, and Joel Embiid. Uh, so, boy, and it's not even close after that. And you see that you get all the way down to six with DeMar DeRozan for the millions. And then it falls pretty quickly to LaMelo ball at 607. So top, uh, top front court, the top four and running away with it in the uh, 4 million plus 
starting with Joel Embiid all the way up to Giannis. Over in the West for the guards, Steph Curry has 5 million votes. Luka almost to 5. And then John Morant has 1.9. Uh, SGA, Shea Gilgis, Alexander with 1.8. Klay Thompson with 1.2. I don't know how Russ has 973,000 votes. Has anyone watched Russell Westbrook play basketball this year? This has been pretty atrocious. It's been pretty bad. I mean, he's he's the Russ. We've He's crazy Russ. And actually, believe it or not, crazy Russ making worse decisions now. Sometimes if you watch highlights or you watch, LeBron's just like, what are you doing? That should be Russ's nickname. Like if we looked at basketball reference, it would say, uh, Russell, what are you doing, Westbrook? Uh, so there's your front court guards, uh, Curry, Doncic, um, John Morant, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and uh, Clay Thompson. Over in the front court for the West, LeBron James was 6.5 million votes. 6.5. That is by far the most, uh, almost uh, 0.5, 0.6 more than Giannis. Uh, and then behind him, uh, Jokic, the Joker, 4.7. Uh, the Brow at 3.8, Zion at 3.7, and Andrew Wiggins at 2.1, Paul George at 1.6, and uh, Laurie Markkinen at 1.3. So there you go. And then Draymond, Ke- uh, Kevon Looney, and uh, Demata Sabonis. So there's your uh, all-stars. I can't believe, yeah, Devin Booker at 388K, <laughs> not even playing. Um, I can't believe no Astros made this list. What are you thinking, NBA? All right, I'm full of shit. There's no reason. None, none of them are deserving of this. Uh, man, I remember when they went online votes. Remember using the punch cards? Yes. Did really? I remember getting to vote at, at Astros games. You'd have the punch cards. That was, that was crazy. They'd just give you a stack of them. And you just sit there and punch them, punch them, punch them, punch them, punch them. Um... Did you see Giannis commenting on his wife's Instagram asking when she was coming home for some eggplant emoji? Oh, no, I didn't. That's hilarious. He probably thought it was a text. That's crazy. Um, Alex said, where's my goddamn timeout for this raggedy son of a bitch? Did it pop up? I never saw it. Oh, you're trying to roll it over. Yeah, there ain't no rollovers. Bitch, this ain't AT&T the fuck you think this is you get rollover minutes ain't no damn rollover minutes ain't no damn rollover minutes you did you had a timeout on your birthday you didn't use it um who said nope what did i miss uh it must be total dallas saying some bullshit oh luke of the dawn uh <laughs> uh let's see all right back to the front page here we go booker's not playing russ might be six man of the year how how have you, I mean, I've only seen, and I haven't watched a lot of Laker games, but it seems like every highlight, it's crazy Russ doing some dumb shit. He's so volatile, man. So volatile. Dick Willie said, okay, 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 Barry, uh, maybe Westbrook sucks, but Beverly and Westbrook, uh, any other guards uh, in a two-on-two fight? Oh, God, no. No, you want those. I mean, maybe Trevor Ariza and, uh, oh, who was it? Um, but he's not a guard. But yeah, guards go, that's who you want. Um, Joker for MVP. Okay. Forgot Zion was hurt. Yeah, Zion. How many games has he missed now? Or how many? Yeah, let's see. When he was healthy at the beginning of the season, 
a lot of folks were a little bit scared of the Pelicans. They were they were number one uh, for a, a long time in the West. They're fourth now, six games back, but still twenty six and nineteen. Uh, let's see injuries. Zion is out with a hamstring. Will be reevaluated in three weeks. So twenty six and nineteen. He has played in twenty nine games. He last played on January second. Was his last game. So he's played in twenty nine games, and they, as a team, have played in forty five. Zion gonna Zion. Uh, let's see. Jen said she would use channel points for the timeout. Oh, nope. That's not how that works. I can't deal with Donna since it's been used today. I need to see if that could be changed. Nope. One timeout a day. I'm not going to turn this show into the all timeout show. One a day. First person to use it uses it, and that's it. Because the last thing I need is every three minutes. <laughs> timed out so timed out. And then there's nobody in the fucking chat. I'm not that dumb. Um, no, one a day is enough. My timeout thing says it's out of stock. Yeah. Punch cards, old ass mofo. Shut up, Flip. Raggedy bitch. Is he going to be on a bus? I don't know what that is. When the Astros getting invited to the White House? I don't know. Uh, he's one of the big men I think could have played in the 90s. Okay. No, not one per hour. No, no. Want a show. Want a show. It means something. It means something. So if you're going to use it, you better use it. Bring back the shark. Fuck that shark. No, I'm not bringing back the shark. The shark could suck it. All right, so there's a uh, there's your NBA All-Star Game update. It's 3.34. I got Patrick Randall. By the way, did we discuss this yesterday, how they have drug tested uh, Ja Morant seven times now in the NBA? Did we talk about this? I don't remember if we got to this yet. But basically, he had a big crazy dunk, and then he got drug tested again. It's like seven times now. What are you doing, NBA? Stop being ridiculous. Stop drug testing to me. Oh, yeah, we did, because I think we asked about Michael Jordan if he was ever drug tested, and we looked it up. All right. Um, let's discuss the NFL playoffs. So, here's your matchups for the divisional round uh, coming up this week. And Barry is fired up today. I love it. Yeah, well, I have my, some days, I you know, it gets, uh, shit gets under my skin, and then uh, it's tough to recover. John Wall throwing slugs at the Rockets. Hey, what's up, Homer Astros fan? Yeah, I, you know, I feel like some of what he said was true, but it's hard to know how much of it was true. Uh, I saw Lance tweeted out. I hadn't seen that until uh, Lance tweeted it out. Uh, and um, so I went and listened to it. And it was interesting, you know, to hear him talk about, uh, you know, I, he told Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green that the shit that they do and the get away with with the Rockets, they're not going to get away with anywhere else. That doesn't happen anywhere else in the NBA. And um, it, if I'm being honest, I can't say that that surprises me. When you look at leadership with the Rockets, it is a completely different style. Right, I think Silas is trying to be a coach's coach. I think he's trying to let the young kids be young kids. I think he's trying to let them do the young shit that they do. But I think sometimes that can borderline on not being a professional or not uh, being conducive to a winning environment. But I think Silas is trying his damnedest 
to um, keep the locker room because he knows that losing sucks. And he kind of knows they're going to be bad for a while and have been, and part of it's his fault, part of it's their fault. But, you know, there's a point where you got to say, okay, I I want you guys to have fun, but but we're all professionals and, and we need to act like it. So I don't know what specifically John Wall was talking about, but I feel like there's probably a little bit of blame to go around with everybody involved. Uh, starting with leadership, but yeah, I, you know, that's, uh, Hey, what's up? Trademark. Good to see you, buddy. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, it's not surprising that professional basketball players would be talking shit about the, the Rockets locker room. All right. So let's get to some NFL. Um, we're going to discuss each of these games. I kind of broke them down for you statistically. Ah, sounds like slugs at stone more than Silas. No, I think it was everybody, but, and and maybe the players too, because Silas is probably the one letting them get away with it more than anything. Uh, Steven said, after uh, all I have heard about Fertitta as a boss, I'm genuinely shocked he has put up with Silas this long. Okay. Jim said, what's good in porn today? Yeah, good question for D-Mata. What's up, trademark? Uh, Okay, timing out total Dallas should be unlimited every show. No. All right, let's talk some NFL. So this weekend, you got four matchups. You've got a, a KC at home versus the Jags and NBC at 3.30. That's your early uh, Saturday game. You've got Buffalo at home taking on the Bengals. Uh, that is your early Sunday game. And then uh, over in the NFC, you've got Eagles at home taking on the Giants on Fox. That's the late Saturday game. And the Niners at home taking on the Cowboys. That is the late Sunday game. Both of those games on Fox. Uh, you see that you've got, first of all, you got a 1-6 and a 2-5 matchup in the NFC. And you pretty much got chalk in the AFC. You got 1-4 versus 2-3. and three. So you got chalk in the, uh, in the AFC bracket. You got a couple surprises. Over in the NFC bracket. So what I did, y'all know me, I'm kind of a numbers nerd. Kind of a numbers dork. And uh, so I went in and I broke all this shit down for you. I broke it all down statistically so we can compare the two teams. And you can either draw your own conclusions as to how you think the game will go. But I think this will give you a decent insight uh, into what these teams are capable of. Now, I will say everything I have here is uh, for the regular season. Except for against the spread. If they played in the wild card round, that is included in their record against the spread. So here you go. First one. KC at home taking on Jacksonville. The line is uh, eight and a half. KC favored by eight and a half. Uh, and the over-under is 53. Jags are nine and nine against the spread. KC is a paltry six, ten, and one. Here's how they stacked up statistically in the regular season. KC averaging damn near 30 a game. Jacksonville stepping it up, uh, you know, midway through the season to the end. Ended up averaging almost 24 a game. Uh, Points allowed defensively. Jags a little bit better, giving up 20 and a half a game, while KC was giving up 21 and a half a game. Offensive rushing yards. Actually, the Jags run the ball better. Than, than KC, if you could believe that. Uh, averaging 124 a game versus 115 for the Chiefs. Um, defensively stopping the run, Chiefs a little bit better than the Jags. Uh, giving up 107 a game versus 114 for the Jags. Passing yards, obviously, passing offensive-wise, uh, 297.8 is what, almost 300 a game. 
No Tyreek Hill. Remember when we all heard how the, the Chiefs were going to suck without Tyreek Hill? <laughs> They're averaging almost 300 a game through the air in the regular season. Uh, Jacksonville putting up 232. And then, obviously, defensively, um, Jags allowing 238. Chiefs allowing 220. Crazy, crazy enough, Jags win the turnover battle at a plus five. That's pretty darn good, actually. Chiefs a minus three, so turning it over. So here's what I did. Instead of doing the big board thing with all the breakdowns, I kind of made it a little easier for you. Uh, you can see at the bottom of the screen, I gave you the Laminator 5000 pick. That's on the left. So the, the, the formula, the spreadsheet says, take the Jags and the eight and a half. I kind of like that as well. I think the Jags can... can uh, I don't think the Jags win the game. I mean, I don't think I'd money line the Jags. What is the, what is the, let's see. Jags money line is 345. <clears throat> that is the best on the board. Or the, the, the highest, I should say. Jags money line at 345, man. Throw a buck on it and see what happens. Well, hell, why not? Um, but... Uh, I, I so I don't think I would money line the Jags, but I think I think this offense, believe it or not, not that they can go toe to toe with KC, but I think they can hang around in this game. I think especially, especially when you see what Trevor Lawrence did in the second half after throwing four interceptions, this kid's confidence is through the roof. You can't shake this kid now. He's been through the pits of hell in the first half versus the Chargers. And overcame it all to win, pull it out last second, and there they go. So I like I like the charge. I mean the Jags and the eight and a half. Um, I think the Chiefs win the game though. So and uh, the formula says take the under. I don't really, I don't really have much to do uh, on the uh, like. I, I just let the formula do the pick. But if it were me, I'd I'd probably take the over. Um. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably take the over. Let's see what he said to the chat. 49ers versus KC or Cincy. Let's get tickets to cash. Okay. Uh, anytime Jerick McKinnon touchdown. Oh, look at that. Look at that. I haven't given out picks. Um, see, I don't do all that. I don't, I don't like that. Um, you guys do all that cool that, oh, one player for that. Fuck it. I just do because you can't, I can't do that formulaically. I'm into the formulas and the maths. So I like being able to take what the teams have done and try to figure out formulaically what's going to happen. So uh, Jags got this, Dick Willie said. I like the under in Jags, KC. Okay. Last, um, this time last year, the Bengals Rams were playing, were like picking Giants Jags. Okay. Let's go Niners. Nothing better than a salty Cowboy fan. Everyone have a great day. All right, each of you, we'll see you, buddy. Uh, did I miss anything else? Where's FJ? That's a good question. I don't know where FJ is. My team won. Uh, oh, we did points. Remember? Uh, uh, LOL. You lost to me and Barry. Oh, didn't it? Oh, I don't remember what the fuck that was. Uh, all right. Um, Barry, sorry. I'm late. Hey, what's up, Matthew? Good to see you, buddy. How are you? Uh, I like T law too, but, uh, at Arrowhead. All right, Ivan. Uh, what is this? I agree with Jags plus eight and a half. Thank you, Papa Bain. Um, yep. Uh, Kelsey two plus touchdown says Bradens. Okay. See, and again, I 
I respect that y'all do that shit. I don't fuck with that. I don't I don't fuck with that. I like my little 55 and a half percent winning percentage and I'll just stick to that. I'm that's what I'm good at. Got to know your strengths. Uh you got to know your strengths and your weaknesses. All right. So that's my pick. Now, I'm straight up like I said, uh I think Chiefs are going to win the game. But I could I could see this being like a 28-24 something like that. I could I could see that. I mean, these are that's essentially what these teams are scoring. But I could see, you know, 31-28, 28-24, something like that. I think it might be closer than people think. Um, but honestly and scarily enough, it just depends on what Jags team shows up. And I think the Jags have to win the turnover battle. They've got to force some turnovers because you just can't let KC uh, just, you know, stay on their offense, stay on the field. You're going to have to do something. And the statistically, it tells you that they should win the turnover battle. So I think that's also why that keeps them close. Looking for a book, need KC minus 14. You ain't going to get KC minus 14. You'll be lucky. I don't think KC would get to 10, to be honest with you. I, I think 10 would be too much. You definitely ain't getting 14. Uh, let me check. Now, these numbers that I did, this was as of... Uh, hold on. I'll get you the exact. Uh, this is as, uh, well, shit, where'd it go? Oh, shit! Everybody get down! Uh, this is as of January 18. That was the last time I updated the numbers. Yo! Look at here! Look at here! In the mud with the big old raid! Fellas, ladies, welcome in, dart lovers, one and all, evening, gentlemen, uh, and gentle ladies and gentle fish. Hello, welcome to the program. My name is Barry Labanek. This is Barry on Deck. It is a sports talk show um, where really we, we, we talk a lot of shit and we have a lot of fun. But welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Was it sorry, bro? Seated after streaming and so no one knew. Hey, I don't care. You're here, buddy. You're here. That's what matters. Thank you guys for the raid. Welcome in uh, to everybody coming in on this big-ass raid. Thank you guys, man. Um, again, Barry Lavinac. This is Barry on, uh, Barry on Deck. Uh, we do this Monday through Thursday, 2 to 5 p.m. Central Time right here in Houston, Texas. Uh, we talk sports. We talk shit. We drink. Uh, we have a good time, and we cut it up. I am a national touring stand-up to me, a comedian. Uh, spent seven years on ESPN Radio here in Houston, Texas, and three years on TV talking sports. So that's my resume. What we do is talk shit and have fun. I got a big old deck with room for all of you. Hey, Brian, thank you for the follow, pimp. So what's good in the mud? How did it go, Chase? What's up, homie? Chase, uh, 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 sorry, in the mud. Uh, what, what, what? Uh, how did it go? What, how was the stream? Can we get a shout out, by the way, mods for in the mud? Thank you, appreciate you. Uh, how was the stream? What did you guys talk about? I mean, I know what you did, but uh, was there anything fun or interesting? Did anybody lose an eye? That's kind of what I'm here for. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna lie, chat. I'm not gonna lie to all the in the mud gang, the mud gang coming in. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and by the way, good point, Reyes. For those of you coming in on the raid, would you please hit refresh or click the link uh, in the chat? I don't even think I could post the link. It's stupid ass. I still haven't fixed it. Um, click this link right here because Twitch doesn't count you on a raid. It's so stupid the way they do it. Anyways, I'm not going to lie. 
I love going to watch in, uh, in the mud. I love hanging out with in the mud and, and the mud gang. But the reason I watch it, if I'm being honest, it's kind of like when I watch NASCAR or Formula One. I'm just waiting on the wrecks. So in the case of in the mud and, and, and the, the dart tournaments, there's no wrecks. But I'm kind of waiting for somebody to get stabbed. I'm not going to lie. I'm really like, I want not, you know, like I don't want anybody taking a dart to the heart. Like that's a little extreme. You know what I mean? Has anyone died playing darts before professionally? I'm curious. You know what I mean? Like, is there a, is there like a, a, a Dale Earnhardt of the dart world? Fill me in. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I feel like, I feel like that's possible. Maybe it was a poison dart. Somebody's ex-wife, you know? No, did anybody get everybody? Anybody ever get like Nancy Kerrigan, where they like somebody comes up and tries to break their wrist because it is all about the wrist, right? Pew! I don't know. I don't know shit about darts. Uh, have you had Braddock on? No, I haven't. I remember during COVID when Braddock first started his show, uh, he reached out and I tried to give him some advice and some help. But yeah, we really haven't. Uh, we kind of went our separate ways after that. But uh, no ill will or anything. We just not. We don't run in the same circles. But Braddock's good people. Um, Chase said, usually I'm thrown in with Book It Raid and my nine months got swept up, but our Twitch baby is healthy. Let's go! Much love, man. Thank you, uh, Chase. Uh, appreciate you. Sean said, two to five with all the soccer your heart can desire. That is totally not true, Sean. You know we don't talk soccer on the show. Do not get the Euros uh, all up in a, a, in a tizzy. I don't need all the mud gang coming in and be like, soccer? So y- Yes? First of all, it's football. Don't get them all started. There's a dart in your fucking neck, man. Pull it out. What? <laughs> nice dick, Willie. Uh, seriously, can someone do the research? Has anyone ever died during a dart tournament? And not like, oh, he smoked too much crack in the alley, and then he came in to shoot darts and, and passed out, and his heart exploded. No. I want to know, like, in mid-tournament, would somebody, like, turn around? I mean, I'm sure, like, if we did axe throwing, if you guys transitioned into axe throwing, Eventually, someone's going to die doing that. I just, I, I'm not rooting for a dart contest death. It'd be nice to have it to discuss. But, you know, and that's the thing. Everyone wants to say that, that American football is soft now. Oh, we all protect the quarterback, and there's so many penalties, and they don't want anybody getting hurt and CTE. Okay, well, let's talk about the real, the real pussification of sports in darts. They don't even use real darts anymore. It's all plastic. Don't give me that shit about protecting the quarterback. How about we go back to man darts where you throw big needles at the cork or rubber thing where you run the risk of stabbing somebody. This whack-ass plastic soft-ass candy. Okay, this is so stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, I took a, uh, I look a lawn day. What? I don't know what the fuck that means. That total Dallas. Do you speak English, brother? That'd be great. That'd be great. If you, uh, if you could uh, type that in English, Ace Metric said, book it is fun. Yeah. Book it is great. They're, they're great people. Hey, what's up, Benny? Good to see you, man. Thanks for being here. Uh, blame the ref. How a dart. What? Blame the ref. Throw a dart right at him. Oh yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to do math with plastic. Okay. Are you telling me that that all the in the mud gang are dumb? They can't add? I disagree wholeheartedly, 100%. 
All right, uh, let's get back to our. Anyways, welcome in the mud gang. Thank y'all for being here, man. Thank you uh, to to the whole gang for the raid. I much appreciate it. So we're breaking down NFL football. So some of y'all may actually hate it and be like, "This sucks." This is what we're doing. Okay, we're you're stuck with it, or you can you know not watch. I guess that's that's always an option. Barry getting mad about darts was not on my daily bingo card. Real quick, I, it reminded me, um, that is funny, uh, uh, Greg Morton uh, has a, uh, he's a comic, good friend of mine, uh, they call him Mr. Standing Ovation, because he does, he does his shows, he gets standing ovations, but he's got a great, uh, a, a great bit about lawn darts, Google it one day, you can Google it now, I don't give a shit, Greg Morton Lawn Darts, super funny uh, bit by my buddy, okay, so back to this, I think we got this one covered, like I said, I think Chiefs win. Um, I I don't know that Jags money line is even worth the risk at three forty five. I don't like it. I don't think that they win. I think that they can keep it close. Um, and the spreadsheet says take the under. I kind of like the over in this one. I think. I think. I mean, dude. Every every game, five of the six games last week were overs. Now, granted, that was the wild card round, not the divisional round. You're gonna get better defenses. But you're also going to get better offenses, so I kind of like the over. I'll take it. Uh, Jags can keep it close if they can win the turnover battle. There you go. All right, next game on the list. Let's go to the other, um, the other Saturday matchup, and this will be at seven. What I say, seven fifteen on Fox. So this Jags game, Jags KC. That's the early game on NBC on Saturday at three thirty. And then you've got 7 o'clock game or actually 7-15 game on Saturday between the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York football giants, as they say. Hey, what's up? Christy, good to see you, sweetie. I'd rather be on a losing football team than a winning soccer team. Okay. That's cool. Uh, Chase said, TLDR, talk about comedy. What? Would love to have a segment one day where you talk about the this new era of stand-up comics, the podcast host that does stand-up. Like, didn't do stand-up and then a pod, but got famous and said, hey. I mean, I'm always down to talk comedy. We had a really long discussion about it the other day. So, at any time, man, just ask questions. I mean, we're, we're right in the midst of breaking down uh, NFL, but, dude, there's plenty of time. We, we got three hours a day to kill. So if you remind me once we get done with this, hell yeah. If you want to talk comedy, bring it up. Let's talk about it. But let's get through let's get through these first so that I can uh, get this done. And fuck yeah, ask your question. In fact, I will add it to the queue. I just got to remember to go back to the queue. So remind me. All right. Eagles, Giants. Eagles at home. Favored by seven and a half. 48 and a half is the over under. Now, again, these numbers were from Bovada. And I got them yesterday at 8.15 in the morning. Lines could have moved. In fact, let's go take a gander at Bovada and see. Oh, Logan. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm up. I forgot. I followed uh, Chelly God. I tailed his uh, Leafs uh, over six and a half. And he nailed it. Uh, Christy, Christie's Park or Christy Spark. Aha, I see what I see what you did. Q dab. Oh yeah, sorry to throw off just there. No, 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 bring it up. I love talking comedy, bro. Trust me, I could do that all day. In fact, Chase, next week, 
Uh, Trey Tutson, my comedian friend, he he had been joining me uh, every month on the last Wednesday of the month. We're going to bring that back. So it's just two dudes talking comedy for three hours. We sit on my back porch and smoke cigars and drink whiskey and talk comedy and life and bullshit and everything else. Sometimes it gets super serious and philosophical, and sometimes it gets ridiculous and hilarious. But Trey's awesome, so uh, tune in for that. That's Trey on deck on Barry on deck on the patio, and it's usually the last Wednesday of each month. All right, uh, let's look at the numbers. Numbers, let's see, football. Oh, the line has moved, ladies and gentle fish. The line has moved. Move the line, people. Here, let me uh, let me pull up Bovada. Uh, yeah, I, I don't kind of don't want y'all seeing in my damn uh, point totals, <laughs> or I mean my my uh, how much I have in my account. I don't need y'all seeing all that. I don't need y'all seeing all that. You'll just have to take my word for it. Uh, line is up now at nine. For the Jags Chiefs. Um, so getting close to that 10. But the line has moved to 9. And uh, Jags are now 360 on the money line. Chiefs 500. Over-under is now 53. What was it before? It was 53. So that didn't move. But the line did move uh, a half point in favor of the Chiefs. Uh, this line, however, is still the same. Eagles 7.5. Uh, over under 48 and a half giants are plus 275 money line uh, Eagles minus 350 so during the regular season you see how it shakes out Eagles were better offensively Eagles were better defensively Giants were like a I don't know I mean they can definitely run the ball and I think that is continues to be a strength because of Daniel Jones I don't think Daniel Jones is gonna beat you with his arm you know he's not a he's not a scary guy when it comes to that um, I mean, you can see right there, passing yards per game, 185 yards. That's paltry. That's not good. But 148 yards rushing a game is really good. Sadly, though, the Eagles can run it just as well as they can throw it if Jalen Hurts is completely healthy, which all signs point to he will be. Um, I think at the end of the day, you know, this ends up being a touchdown game-ish. You know, maybe six, maybe a couple field goals. I like the Giants to cover, though. I do. Uh, I think both teams, I think the Giants, what they try to do, one, I think they're going to try to hit some home runs, obviously, and, and they rely on that. They rely on Barkley and Daniel Jones for big chunk plays. But that running game is going to have to keep the Eagles' offense off the field, kind of like what we talked about in the Dallas game versus Tampa. Tampa had to establish the run. Uh, and and control the ball, and they couldn't. They just da- Dallas's defense was too stifling. The one thing that stands out to me again, just like that that Chiefs Jags game, plus eight uh, turnover differential for the for the Eagles. They get after you. That is a really good defense. Uh, I mean, they give it up twenty a game. It's pretty pretty stout, pretty good. But turnover wise, plus eight is damn good. Uh, so I think that's what uh, I think that the Eagles are just a better team in all facets of the game. And, I mean, even run game, you see the Giants have the advantage in average rush yards per game, but this Eagles game, or this Eagles team can run the ball. They're deep everywhere. They're a really good football team. There's a reason they're the number one seed. All of that said, this is also a divisional opponent, and it's a division rival. And these two teams know each other pretty well, or you know, organizationally, and they've played a couple of times this year already. Uh, what was the, 
How are they fair head-to-head? Let's see real quick. Let me... Oh, no, it's definitely not ESPNB. ESPN. Oh, let's see. NFL. Go teams. Where's the teams at? Giants. Schedule. When they when the Giants and the Eagles played, uh, they played uh, December 11th at home. And they lost 48-22, to did the Giants. And then last game of the season, they played on the road in Philly and lost 22-16. I think that you're seeing some of that familiarity between the two teams. That's always going to make them a little bit closer, which is why I still I like Eagles to win. But I think being able to keep it close like that and understanding the two teams and what they're going to do, how you game plan against them, that's why I like it to stay inside that seven and a half for the Giants. So um, I, I'll take the Giants and the points. So and and the spreadsheet, which went five and one last week, amazingly. I don't know how I did that. I went three and three. Um, but the spreadsheet says take the Giants. I say take the Giants, and the spreadsheet says take the under. Um, I like the under in this. I do. Uh, last game they put up thirty eight. That was in Philly. Uh, So it's going to be in Philly again. When they were in New York, they put up 70, though. Which one's going to show up? Um, Yeah, I'll I'll take the... I'll take the... I'll I'll take the the under. Now, that game, that that last Philly game, hold on. I think if I was right... uh, Yeah. So, uh, Daniel Jones didn't even play in that game. I I thought... um, so that 22-16 probably could have been a little closer as well. Yeah, under a good play with dog. Yeah, uh, I agree, Ace Mitchell. Better dog live minus a, a, a tootie early. Uh, what is a tootie? What the fuck is that? A tutty? Oh, got you. See, I don't do live betting either. I don't. Oh, shit. I didn't get my mute in time. Sneezed everywhere. Yeah, I don't do a lot of that other shit. You guys are way more advanced at that than me. I'm good at picking. I'm good at. I'm good against the spread, but the live game stuff and the um, you guys amaze me with that shit. Because boy, you really and I don't. I mean, I love sports and I love watching sports, but I don't nerd out like that. I got too much shit going on with everything else, and I I would love that to, that to be all that I was doing because I probably would get into it because I'm such a numbers nerd, but I don't trust myself to be live betting. And I certainly don't trust myself to be uh, on some of these sites where you can bet individually, um, you know, like uh, over five receptions or all that, all the prop bets. I can't. I don't fuck with that. I, I, I would not be good at that. I don't think. I mean, in it, but if I did it, oh, my God, it would be all like, I would be so consumed with it. You should see me when I used to play fantasy um, because I would get so nerded out and fan, fantasy baseball. That was my shit. I loved fantasy baseball more than football. I hate fantasy basketball. It's a whack. Love fantasy baseball because of all the numbers. That's the original like nerd numbers nerd shit. Um, and I used to back in the day before they really it was prevalent on the internet. I would go buy like at least six fantasy magazines, and I would set up a spreadsheet on my laptop. And I would, I would have every player listed. And then I would go through one by one and I would put in every ranking for every player plus statistics. 
and then I would come up with a formula on how you put together. Uh, okay, so how is this guy ranked above this guy? And oh my god, I would nerd the fuck out. And I was really good at at fantasy baseball because of it, but because that just helped me like know every player. But see, I would need to do shit like that in order to live bet, and in order to um, you know do the shit like oh um, Jalen Hurts over nine and and a half carries or whatever. Dude, after I love fantasy max. Oh yeah, this would be my jam back in the day. It was like porn for me. <laughs> to this day, if I see like a if I see a calculator, I get a boner. Just kidding. Alex said, nerd, you shut up, Alex. Uh, nobody played for the Giants in that week. Yeah, that's what I, w- I was halfway through. I was like, wait a minute. So I think it'll be a little closer. Uh, under a good play with the dog. Hurts didn't try. Last game of the year, Giants used nothing. True, true, true. That's okay, Barry. The Laminator 5000 makes our nipples hard enough. Nice. Steven says, says the guy that quit fantasy when his team is sucking. I, yeah, I mean, I no, I tried. I tried up until like the last, until I knew I was out. Until I knew I wasn't going to win. I, are you kidding me? Go back and look. Man, I was making fucking moves until late, uh, uh, early September. Uh, Dick Willie said, do you ever make any Super Bowl matchup bets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of those games you got to bet on the Super Bowl. Even if you're not a real gambler, even if you don't bet, if you're not a degenerate, I don't consider myself a degenerate. I'm certainly not into it. I understand about a third of the lingo. I I just, I know what I know, and that's what I stay stay focused on and stay in my lane. So that's me. Uh, Oh, like now. Oh, like to get there. I think I, I I think if I did right now, it'd be Niners Bills. That'd be my pro let me does the Bovada have that? I think if I was doing it now, it'd probably be Niners Bills. I think the Bills are gonna beat the Chiefs in the AFC title game. I really do. And I think the Niners are just boy, they look good. They look really good. So a Niners Eagles is gonna be a fun game to watch too. Cowboys Bills, that's the only way. Okay. I don't believe that. Uh, Dick Willie's just now flooding the chat. Let's see. Giants Jags at plus 18,500. Yeah, no, thanks. Cowboys Jags plus 6,500. Niners Jags plus 3,500. Look at that. Niners Bills plus 600. I like that. I'd like that. I'd, I'd put a hundred diet Cokes on, uh, Niners Bills. I'd do that. I'd do that. I don't care who wins as long as it's not Dallas. I thought Sean was going to say, I don't care who wins as long as they have fun. Doesn't matter. Sylvia wins fantasy baseball every year. Sylvia's a beast. A beast. Yeah, if you get Sylvia in your fantasy baseball league, you're fucked. You're done. Double fucks. Wind it up. She did a new one on her TikTok. She was like, put down the ranch. Fuck face. I was like, what? Oh, my God. This is Howard, none of this on her merch. And she started a YouTube channel. Oh, she's my favorite TikToker. I can't believe I just said the word TikToker like a fucking nerd. All right. Uh, there's a statistical breakdown. Very heavy, very, very heavy on the Jack. I mean, on the Eagles side, kind of like very heavy on the Chiefs side. And there's a reason these are the number one seeds. That's why. Because they were so dominant. They didn't just sneak up on people. Now, I will point out, just like Jags and uh, Chiefs, the favorite in the game is 6-10-1 against the spread. Keep that in mind as you make your picks. Jags were 9-9, nine and nine, so a little iffy. But in this one here, Giants 14-4. and four. 
against the spread. That's pretty damn good, and that includes the wild card round. Uh, Eagles were eight and nine against the spread. So getting it done, just not getting it done. Uh, let me see here. Let me close this. What was I going to look up? Oh, I was going to go to uh, Bovada and look up Bovada. I really don't have the money to be. I don't. I'm not going to put a hundred bucks on the Super Bowl bet. I'm. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna control uh, my units. <laughs> wow. Well, for a while, I had. I had uh, joined Jerry Bow's thing, and I was. I, he had kind of got me uh, up to speed on it in the. You know, in a better way, and um, I was. You know, I. I had gotten a little confident, so I had started off just. Just learning. And I was doing like two two units uh, or $2 units, $3 units. I'd put in like 150 bucks. Let's be real folks. I'm not rolling in the dough doing this either. So I don't, I don't have a lot of um, money to waste. And also I would feel like a dick if I'm over here like, Hey, join my Patreon so I can fucking gamble. No, I mean, I want to do it. I, 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 you know, I want to do it to have a little bit of fun, but yeah, I, 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 so I'm, I'm thinking about with the success of the laminator 5,000 over the last year, I might up my units uh, for the divisional uh, round AFC championship game and the Super Bowl to like $10. What? I'm a crazy person. This is how broke people gamble. <laughs> $10 units. Um, Let's see. Is Bovada a good sign? I like Bovada. Yeah, I like it. Uh, how are Eagles 8-9 against the spread? I feel like they blew everyone out. Mm, go back and look. Man, gambling with small amounts of money for big parlays is fun. Now, that is fun. If you put, like, yeah, it's just a $2 parlay, and then you pick, like, fucking 15 different things. Wow. McLovin said, I've lost probably three grand on the Super Bowl since 2017. It's been brutal. Damn. Well, maybe um, don't bet on the Super Bowl. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, I was like, what is that? Wait a minute. That's less than I had. That was uh, my points. Okay, events, prop builder. Now that building a prop, where is the futures? Here we go. Uh, Super Bowl odds to win. KC is a plus three hundred. Bills plus three fifty. Niners plus four hundred. Okay. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Jags Giants plus fifteen thousand on Bovada. So not you had Dick Willie had plus eighteen eighteen thousand five hundred. Bovada has uh, Giants Jags. Uh, Super Bowl at plus 15,000 has Jags Cowboys at plus 6,500 Bengals Giants at plus 6,500. So it's got my uh, prediction Niners bills at plus 650. There you go. I get a little better, a little better on it. If that's what you like, Uh, it's got Chiefs Philly at plus 500. I mean, that's chalk. So, uh, Chiefs Niners at plus 550, Bills Eagles at plus 600, and then Bills Niners plus 650. So if you're a gambling man or a woman, there you go. Raw buddy! Thank you for the 100 bits. You have permission to gamble with all 100 of these biddies. All right, Rob, what are we doing? You tell me right now. I'm going to go make the bet. I'm going to go do it right now. You're $1. Uh, what do you want to put it on? What do you want to put it on? Let's put it on something. Rob, take your pick. Uh, do you want me to do like uh we could do a, 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 a let's do a futures bet. 
Let's do a futures bet. I wonder if they let me do a dollar on Bovada. They're going to be like, you fucking broke dick. Bovada. Let's see, Rob. Um, I only have $158 in my account. That's all I transferred, though, was 150 See, I keep it low. So I'll just I'll just pull this up. I don't give a shit if you guys see it. Then I have $158 in there. Hey, what's up, Chapo? Good to see you, pimp. Uh, all right, Rob, what are we doing? Most outlandish Super Bowl matchup bet. 1v1 me said build a parlay. For a dollar, can you? Barry, go put $10 on Stars Kings over one and a half power play goals. I won't break it down for you, but it's hitting. Take it. All right, I'm going to tell it right now. Go put 10 bucks on Stars Kings over. Here we go. Let's see. Sports. Let me share this. God, I hope this doesn't show any information I don't want seen. That would suck so bad. I mean, you can see my. Uh, I'll let you see my balance. I don't. I don't have a lot in my account. I'm. I'm a broke bitch. I don't. I don't. I ain't out here flaunting all the money. All right, you said NHL, and then Rob, we're gonna do yours next, Rob. So get ready, Rob. So smoking gooder show. You're gonna be on the clock. Hold on, Barry. Put ten bucks on Stars Kings over one and a half power play goals. Uh, all right, where's Stars Kings at? Uh, Dallas Stars Kings. There we go. 65 different bets. Three-way money line. Uh, alternate lines. Uh, goals, goals, goals. Can you pay my goals specials? Uh, power play goal in the first. Power play goal in an empty net goal. Where's the where's the over-under of power play goals? Game props. Here we go. Is this it? Is it under game props? Either team scores, both team scores, correct score, regulation. Correct score, both teams score, even uh, odd, even total goals. Man, there's so much shit to bet on. Exact goals, exact goals, exact goals. High scoring period. This is it's not even here. Margin of victory, power play, or player props. Will the game go to overtime? Jesus Christ, this is, this is just as Jen would say, to quote the great philosopher Jen, this too much. Total saves. Well, Phoenix. The fuck? Squares game? Oh, my God. Bovada, what are we doing, baby? What is this? Plus 40. Take Jason Robertson to score a goal. What? Okay, hold on. Now you're in the city. This is why you don't hang out with gamblers. Hold on. Let me do something. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, control F. Let's say power. Uh, a power play goal in the first power play goal, power play goal, power play goal, power play goal, power play goal. I think that's all the power play shit that they had, but that was under what was this? Uh, where'd it go? Where, where the frick did it go? I was just looking at it. There we go. Prop builder, through a money line, alternate lines, specials, game props. Uh, team score, team score. Yeah, I don't see anything for power play. Did I miss it, chat? Am I missing the power play goals? Both teams score. Yeah, I don't I don't see that. Team to score first goal. All right, so what am I taking? Player props? How much do you want you to put on there? Huh? And Chase, if I lose this, I swear to God, punch you dead off in the goal. First goal score or, or one goal? Jason Roberts doesn't sound like a very hockey name. That's true. That's true. Uh, Jason Roberts, anytime goal will do. Okay, that's first goal. Anytime goal scorer. Jason Robertson at plus 120. 
You sure? Anytime goal. All right. Anytime goal score. Jason Robertson. We're putting down 10 to win 12. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be so rich. All right. Here we go. And the betting slip is in. I swear to God, Chase, if I tell this bitch and you just cost me all the money that Chili God made me, if I lose it, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to cry. And my wife's going to leave me. Oh, God. I bet two things. Tennis and Dallas Stars player props. Okay. Okay. Dave said make it rain. Mickey said Wendy's combo meal. Here I come. Yeah, baby. All right. Rob, you're on the clock, buddy. Do, 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 do. Rob, what are we betting, baby? Football. You got a dollar. What do you want, Rob? Jason Robertson, the son of Dwayne Robertson of Team USA Goodwill Games, the Miz on Airson. How do you know all that, Miz? That's too much information, you fucking walking trivia contest. Uh, what is GI, guys? What? Gestational what? Miggy said Kraken versus Oilers. No. Uh, all right. We're going Super Bowl props. Okay. Okay, big boy. Let's see football. Next event. No, baby. Go back to sports. Here we go. Sports. NFL. Where's the... Nope. I don't want the prop builder. I just want the Super Bowl, you raggedy bitch. Uh, game lines. Here we go. First half futures. There we go. All right. So you want... No, we're not building props. What the? Hold on. Let me move this chat. Hold on one second. What did that do? Did I screw it up? Yeah. Hold on. Let me uh, let me go back to this real quick. I got to get to football. Oh, football futures. Oh, what the fuck? Specials, NFL. Guys, we were just there. What on earth happened? Odds plus 1,000 and plus 2,000? What? Like, for real, for real, what happened to all the futures? There we go. Okay. Back to it. I found it, Rob. All right. So, Rob, you want a dollar. Oh, good luck. I was like, it looked like GI. It was good, good GL, as in good luck. Okay. You raggedy bitch. Thank you. Hey, shut up, McLovin. Uh, Rob said Jags Giants Super Bowl for a dollar. All right, buddy. It's your fucking dollar we're wasting. Um, where did it go? Where's my, uh, here we go. Jags Giants. Oh, man. I'm so nervous. We're going to win $150. I wonder if you put. Let's think about this chat. Hold on. All right, so we placed that bet. Okay. That cost us a dollar. Shut up. Shut up, chat. Shut up, uh, crowd. Um, what does that what did that cost us? Let's see. Hold on. What was the uh what was the juice on that? What's the juice on the dollar? How do you find that out? Because what I'm curious is if the minimum you bet was one dollar to win. No, that's five, though, huh? Oh, yeah. That wouldn't work. I'm going to say, what if you bet on all of them? No, that wouldn't work that way. I like making these kind of bets low risk. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, yeah, you know, 
So like, yeah, if you put a dollar on, let's throw a dollar on my Bills Niners. Let's see. So if we throw a dollar on Bills Niners, we would win $6.50 if I was right. So what would be dope is if you, if you, if you just did like, I don't know, all of everything below, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So you'd have to do everything from uh, Bengals, Eagles. Oh no, that's uh, that's only twelve bucks. Yeah, okay. So if you did Bengals, Eagles, look, check this out. If you bet a dollar on Bengals, Eagles, and then uh, Bengals, Niners, Super Bowl. Bengals, Cowboys, Super Bowl, Chiefs, Giants, Jags, Eagles, Bills, Giants, Jags, Niners, Bengals, Giants. So you get the idea. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's 10 of those. Any one of those hits and you win at least $12. So you'd make two bucks. But that's why. Because it, these are the most likely ones that it ends up being. So if you miss, you miss out on all uh, 10 of them. So you'd miss out on all 10 bucks. But. So it's not a good hedge. You got to find a good hedge. If I was a math guy, there's got to be a way to bet them all and break even, right? No, that's the problem because the odds don't allow it, right? That's what we just went through. So that's why I was saying, if you bet a dollar on every one of them, it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. There's 16 different possibilities. But if the most probable one hits, you only make five bucks. So it's not a good hedge. What you would almost have to do is like bet the bottom 10 and then wait until the Super Bowl and try to hedge that way, I guess. I, Yeah, it's just mathematically it doesn't make sense to do it that way. So unless you bet more money, like you, you, you did a dollar on the bottom 10 and then like, you know, a couple of bucks on these no matter what hit. But if you bet, you know, you're, you're not winning as much on those. So it's, it's, I think it's mathematically impossible to... They wouldn't do that, by the way. There's no way. Friend bet 50 bucks on Jags when they were 0-27 and 1,050. Dang, that's nice, uh, Miggies. Uh, am I saying that right? Miggiesy? Uh, you can hedge but end up not making any profit or a bit. I'm that kind of guy, though. I'd rather hedge all my bets because I'd rather have some profit all the time than no profit some of the time. That's just me. Some profit all the time. Instead of no profit some of the time. I think you end up making more money. This is why I just put all of it on red and double up. <laughs> nice. But I'm also all over the Celtics tonight. First quarter. Minus two. First half. Minus four. Full game. Minus six and a half. If you want to tail. Why should I tell you McLovin? Why? You guys are just over here spending all my goddamn money. I don't even want all this. Uh, what do we got here? Hold on. Yeah. See that's. No. We're gonna put down uh Bills Niners. We'll do uh we'll do five bucks. We'll do five bucks Bills Niners for just Bills Niners Super Bowl. We'll feel good about that. That's just that's just what my gut tells me. All right, so we've we've wagered all that. Look at us. Are we taking Ivan's advice? What did Ivan say? No, hell no. No. Whatever Ivan says to bet chat, do the opposite. All right. Always do the opposite. If Ivan says, I'm not betting on this game, because I bet on the game. All that. I bet everything on all the game. Um, over under titty slips at halftime show. Zero. I'm telling you, bet on Josh Allen will drink champagne from his shoe if he wins the Super Bowl. No, I'm not doing that. 
Uh, can that hedge you profitable? What? So, Baron Deck, what do you think about picking one team but versus all four uh, of them in opposing conferences? So, in other words, take the Chiefs. Um, so, you would take Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs, Niners, and Chiefs, Cowboys. And it looks like Chiefs, Giants, right? So, if you did what? One unit? Okay, so you would do, yeah, well, I mean, if it's Chiefs-Eagles, which is chalk, that wins you five bucks. So you would you would win the five bucks plus your one back, so that would be six, but you would lose the other three, so you would net three. But if the Chiefs don't make it, yeah, you win nothing. Hedging, I mean, hedge is almost, uh, there's no guaranteed hedge unless you're, in-game live betting and you've got let's say that you had uh the the you know the chargers and they were up 27 and then you start to see the jags it comes down to i mean this is just a scenario it doesn't happen this way in live betting but uh let's say that it's fourth quarter with five minutes left and live betting is still on and you go in and you drop down a chunk of change on the jags and that's that would be that would be hedging right if you had the Chargers before the game started. So you'd want to hedge with with the Jags at that point. Um, but yeah, hedging, you got to be smart about it. And there's just very rarely are you going to be able to trick the book. And it's just they're, they're too smart for that. But there's got to be, you can obviously play in your favor, like you're saying, Dick Willie. So for example, if you think that the Chiefs are just a lock for the Super Bowl this year, I mean, just a lock. Now imagine, you do all that, and then fucking Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. And you're like, shit! But, hey, you know, I mean, you do worse. If you put a buck down on Chiefs, uh, if you put a buck down on each of these, so that's uh, $1, $2, uh, $3, and where's the Giants one at? Uh, Chiefs, Giants, $4. Ah. <sighs> Um, the minimum you would make would be five plus your dollar back. So that'd be six. So you'd net two bucks or you could net here. You'd net two fifty, and there you'd get 10 50 and minus your three. So that'd be what? Eight, seven fifty. So, and then you hit that, that, that mean the giants ain't making the super bowl. That's the crazy thing. Giants ain't making the super bowl. There's a point where it's like, okay. Um, I, the giants have to go through. The Eagles and the Niners. Sorry, Cowboy fan. That's a that's a you know what I mean. Like you're better off figuring out one of the four one of the four teams that you think is is. But I don't. I mean, that's like saying the Jags are going to beat the uh, the Chiefs and the Bills. I mean, they're they're fun to watch, but that ain't happening. So, uh, I yeah. The, the hedging, I mean, I would literally have to sit down, and I probably would just because I'm a fucking numbers nerd. Hey, Brody, thank you for the follow. Appreciate you. Uh, all right, well, Rob, I've, I've spent your $1. I've spent your bit, okay? Good luck. If we win, I'll split it with you. If we lose, fuck! Hugh Dabson, ain't no way. Ain't no way what? Jags? Uh, now nah, they have exact results. You can just take it by yourself. What does that say? What's that Hugo say? What's that Hugo say? Can you parlay Giants, Jags, Super Bowl, and Jags to win it all for a dollar? 
Uh, Chase said, nah, they have exact result. You can just take it by yourself. Oh, hey, what's up, Brody? Finally, non-biased streamer. Yeah, we don't, I don't play that bullshit. Okay, so we were just kind of running through some scenarios and shit. I'm trying to do, we got 30 minutes left and we still got two games to cover. Uh, so welcome, uh, Brody. If you, am I saying it right, by the way? Is it Brody? Uh, tell me if I'm saying it wrong or right. I, I want to, I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect you and, and get your name wrong. And by the way, welcome to the show. I appreciate you. Uh, this is Barry on deck. I'm Barry. Uh, this is my deck. I'm just kidding. Um, welcome. Uh, there's snacks down the hall on the right. Uh, bathrooms are on the left. Uh, if you get anything out of the kitchen, just wash it and put it back in the cabinet. And, uh, yeah, no, no hookers after nine o'clock and, uh, no illegal drugs, but we're good. Welcome and hang out take shoes off and, uh, make yourself at home. This is the show. Uh, and thank you for the follow again. I appreciate that. So we've got, we did, uh, chiefs Jags. Uh, I told you the spreadsheet and I both took Jags and the points, but I think the chiefs win. Uh, we did Eagles giants and the spreadsheet and I both took the giants, but I think the Eagles win. Now we're up to Bills Bengals. I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend. This might be end up being the best game of the playoffs. Of course, it could also be just an absolute stinker of a game. It kind of reminds me like, hey, uh back in the back in my UFC days when I gave a shit and followed it, I remember Rashad Evans versus uh Rampage Jackson was oh my god, I wanted that fight. Ah! Uh, Rampage ripping doors off of the hinges during tough. And oh my God, I could not wait. And then they got in there and just wrestle fucked each other for five rounds. And it was the most boring fight of my entire stupid, dumb life. And I don't think that's what's going to happen here. But uh, I tell you what, there was something really cool, by the way. If you're a numbers nerd, I want to give you a link to something. Hold on. Let me uh, let me open it up. I was watching it on my laptop while I was pooping. By the way, never borrow my laptop. Uh, here we go. So I was looking at Next Gen's stats, and they were doing uh, top three bills. Uh, here you go. Top three. Hey, man, get out of my ear. Top three bills matchup advantages versus the Bengals divisional round. The, the Next Gen stat stuff is really dope. Really dope. And if you are a numbers nerd or you're into stats and stuff like that, like I am, uh, I think you'll appreciate this. Uh, so go follow that link. It takes you to next gen stats. And it talks about uh, what they break down is like in this game in particular, they're like, Hey, the Bengals are really um, bad at stopping the run. And no, maybe it was the, yeah, the bills are really good at stopping the run of the red zone. Conversely, the Bengals are not good at running the ball in the red zone. So big advantage to Buffalo in that regard. So like that's the kind of shit they break down. It was super dope. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, and it's something to watch while you're pooping. Now, uh, in the game itself, and again, these numbers are as of like eight o'clock this morning. Uh, or I'm sorry, eight o'clock yesterday morning. But let me check. Uh, hold on. Damn it. Did I close it again? Stupid ass. Why did I close it? By the way, that next gen, they got all kind of shit. Like I was looking at the 20 fastest runs. Let me let me ask you a question, chat. We're going to do a quick poll. Uh, in the chat, here's what I want you to do. And then we'll break down this, this game, I promise. We'll do both of these. But I, I wanted to do this. I thought this was pretty cool. I'm on the next gen stats thing. Uh, 
What the shit is this? Where did it go? Oh, filth, flower, and filth. Hold on. Uh, next. Damn it. Next gen stats. Ah, oh. You raggedy bitch. Uh, oh, here we go. Stats. So, uh, I have a question for you, chat. This is a trivia question. <clears throat> of the top 20 this season, regular season in the NFL, 2022, of the top 20 runs of the, sorry, of the top 20 fastest runs based on miles per hour, of the top 20 fastest mile per hour runs by a ball carrier in 2022, how many of them were Tyreek Hill? Put it in the chat. How many of them were Tyreek Hill? Let's see who wins. Not Waddle. That's not a question about Waddle. Of the top 20 fastest ball carrier runs based on miles per hour, of the top 20, how many of them were Tyreek Hill? Uh, he was reaching for gold. What? What? Warren Sapp's outfit this weekend. <laughs> what? Uh, all right. Sean put yes. Oh, God, I hate you, Sean. I hate anybody that has to be different. Even though that's what I base this whole show on is being different. Don't be different on the show. Let the show be different. I feel like that was just a fortune cookie bullshit. All right. Okay. Okay. Okay, chat. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. We got, hey, what's up, Sydney Titty? All right. Uh, Brady's in, Demata, Ian. Uh, is that right? Ian Air or is that Lan Air? I can't tell if that's a capital I or a lowercase L. Ian or Air. I'm sorry. Uh, I, learn, I apologize. Uh, but I don't, again, I don't want to just disrespect you, call you out of your name. And welcome, by the way, first time chatter. Ian Air said 18. Uh, Ian, Ian Air. Is it Ian or Ian? That's the other thing I'll fuck up. Ian or Ian? It's probably Ian, right? Okay. I in air. Okay. Uh, everybody's checked in. If you just got here, didn't know Ian. Okay, cool. Ian air. Dope. Gotcha. Thank you for being here, by the way. Uh, if you're not following, follow. I appreciate you, fam. Thanks for showing up. I'll tell you, like I, uh, like I told, uh, Brody, uh, snacks are down the hall on the right. Uh, bathrooms are on the left. Help yourself with anything in the kitchen. If you get it, wash it, put it back in the cupboard. Uh, no hookers after nine o'clock. Uh, no drugs and, uh, have a good time. Okay. Now the question was of the 20 fastest runs per mile per hour by a ball carrier this season. How many were Tyreek Hill? Dick Willie said four flip two. Titan Hugo zero city titty was six. Uh, Braden's five CC didn't say anything. It was awful. Uh, Jeff Bell, what's up, homie? One, uh, Brody, one. Steven, the weather guy, six. Sean with a yes. I'd like to time your stupid ass out. Uh, Hugh Dab, six. Catfish, seven. Philip Barnard cracking it uh, with 11. Demata, seven. Brady, uh, or excuse me, Braden's 14. City Titty, three. CC, six. Chris Reyes, four. We got five. We got one, three, four, three, 69. Fuck you, McLovin. Joe Hernandez at 20. Double fucks. Uh, Chapo was six. The answer is... I don't even have my drummer anymore. Oh, Ruin said three. 
Uh, I almost missed that. What's up, Ruin? Uh, okay, the answer is... Zero. That shook me. That really shook me to the core when I saw that. I've been sold a bill of goods. I've been lied to. Chat. NFL fans around the world, we've been bamboozled. We've been hoodwinked. We didn't land on Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill landed on us. Here you go. Look it up. I was told Tyreek Hill is the fastest man in the NFL, bar none. Well, son, bar 20. Here you go. This is it right here. Fastest ball carriers, 2022 regular season. Miles per hour is how it's sorted. Uh, Paris Campbell was the fastest. That was on a 26-yard rush. Uh, Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, Deshaun Jackson, Christian Watson, Jalen Waddell, Dalvin Cook, Travis Etienne, uh, Devin Duvernay, Tariq Woolen, Kobe Durant, uh, Rashad Bateman, Tutu Atwell, Chase Claypool, Rashad Penny, Saquon Barkley, Dallas Flowers, Naheem uh, Hines, Jalen Rieger, and Terry McLaurin. No Tyreek Hill. Hill's not even top 20, fam. Like, not even there. Pretty crazy, man. Pretty crazy. Right? Said you're such a troll. Who, me? I'm a troll for that? Why is that a troll thing? Why is that a troll? Uh, why am I trolling you? Out of five times I had segs this year, how many times did I get uh, in under a minute? I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, Brody said uh, I was close. It's not trolling. That's called misdirection. Trolling is when I'm like, man, this chat is so cool. You guys are the best chat. Like, no, uh, that's called misdirection, you dumbass. Tell me I'm trolling. I'm not trolling. Uh, I, there's, they got a bunch of fascinating shit over here. Like, if you look at this, um, fastest sack, improbable completions, remarkable rushes. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. Remarkable rushes. This is basically when it comes to quantifying the running game, uh, isolating the performance of individual ball carrier uh, from the contributions of the offensive line scheme and situation is a challenging task. So basically what this means is um, making chicken salad out of chicken shit. So in this case, the most remarkable run of the year, Lamar Jackson owns it. And it was in week two. And his expected rush yards on the play was two. And he ended up getting 79 with a 77 yards over expected rushes. And you're like, okay, I don't give a shit. And I agree with you. I agree with you in a way. But let's look at a couple of things here, right? Uh, if you scroll down here for the bottom, Justin Fields has at least two of these. He's at 11 and 20, okay? Uh, Herbert, uh, Khalil Herbert has one. So that also tells us that Chicago's O-line is is dog shit. But you also have, uh, where'd it go? So you got Taysom Hill on here. Saquon Barkley. Um, where was it? I was doing this. Uh, oh, for my Houston peeps. There we go. Damian Pierce, baby. Hi, running behind that trash-ass O-line and that trash-ass offense. 
<sighs> so there you go. Uh, I just made the list. Heartthrob. There you go. Um. So yeah, I, I, dude, the next gen stuff is is badass if you're kind of into this shit. So you can look up all kind of shit. Longest plays, fastest sacks. Like who gets to the quarterback the fastest? Uh, JJ made the list. Uh, there was who else made it? Oh, Kayvon Thibodeau made it twice. That's something to keep in mind going forward. Pierce is a beast. Helped me this year in fantasy. Yeah, I'm hurt when I lost him. Yeah, Damian Pierce is, uh, he's, uh, he's going to be, he's the one good Texan. Laramie Tunsil's not even that good anymore. Too many, uh, too many offsides penalties. Too many false starts, I mean. All right, let's get back to our games. We got 20 minutes left in the show, and we're going to break these down. So here we go. Bills, Bengals. Bills favored by five, over under 48. Against the spread, the Bengals are 12 and five this year in the regular season. The Bills are eight, eight, and one against the spread. So 500 and a push. Bills lead in every single statistical category except passing and turnover ratio. And if you pay close attention, if you listen to the media and you listen to a lot of the narratives, that, that probably shouldn't surprise you. Because I, as I said last week and earlier in the week, maybe it was earlier in the week, not last week, Josh Allen, in my mind, reminds me of Brett Favre. You know, he's got that gunslinger mentality, and that was the thing about Brett Favre that you loved and you hated, especially if you were a Packers fan. Because Brett Favre was going to make some crazy throws, some crazy plays, but he was going to make some dumb throws and throw some dumbass interceptions, and you're like, bro, what are you doing? You're too good to be making these plays. So that's probably why the Bills are at a zero turnover differential. And, and the Bengals really take care of the ball. Joe Burrow's done a great job. Plus six turnover ratio and lead in the passing yards category. But other than that, Bills dominant in every single way, including defensively. That defense is just absolutely disgusting. And Stephen, the weather guy was some good info for you on the game. Could be a snow game. That's interesting. If that happens, obviously, uh, the under is looking a lot better. So, in this case, um, the spreadsheet says to take the Bengals. I, I think this game actually could be pretty close. Um, I like I like the, the Bengals plus five. I still think the Bills win. I mean, I have the Bills going to the Super Bowl, so duh. I would, pick, I would probably money line the Bills if that's who I think is going to win. What is the money line for them right now? Uh, last I looked, Bill's money line was minus 240. Yeah, yeah. Um, and by the way, for those of you who don't know, minus 240 on the money line means you get you bet $240 to win 100 or you bet 24 to win 10 or you bet $2.40 to win a dollar. So you're going to risk more, um, the more likelihood of the outcome. So in this case, Bill's winning. Money line is just picking the winner straight up as opposed to against the spread. So, you could take Bill's money line and pay two, you know, $240 to win $100. Or um, you could do like against the spread. You could give the points, get the points, whatever. So uh, that's how that breaks down. Hey, what's up? Repacks, good to see you, pimp. Thanks for being here. Uh, Brody said we need Joe Burr and Mahomes rematch. I wouldn't mind that. I, I really wouldn't. Uh, but I really, really want, you know what I really, what I really, really want, what I really, I really, really want a Bill's Chiefs AFC title game matchup going to overtime. And I want to see the Bills win it this time. I think that would be uh, super dope. Kiss my ass, Coop Eagle. It was never herpes. Never. It was a pimple. Like I'm a, I'm a fucking 13-year-old. 
Uh, what's up, Repacks? I'm good, man. We're just sitting here talking uh, some wagering on American football, dude. Just uh, winding down the week. This is my Friday. No shows on Saturday. So, uh, by the way, look. Did you see that pimple? It matches that one. So, yeah, I don't have chin herpes. Oh, that would be weird if I did. That's a weird place to get herpes. Hey, what's up? Definitely not Joe Pro, you guys. That is definitely not Joe Pro in the chat that just showed up. All right, so there you go. The spreadsheet is taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. Spreadsheet says take the under. If it snows, keep an eye on that. That probably matters. I don't do a lot of over-unders that, uh, eh. Philosophically, you hear people like, well, you take the under. You just hate, eh. Whatever. Bet how you want to bet. I don't I don't bet a lot of them. But mostly because my formula is not very good. It's about 50-50, which means you're losing money. If you're hitting 50% of your bets, you're losing money because the book gets juice. Uh, Chavo said it's hard, man, because Bills, Chiefs, Niners, Eagles, and Bengals are all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Pro said I am not first. Yeah, definitely. You're definitely not Joe Pro, and you're definitely, definitely not first. Uh, all right, so here's the last game of the uh, weekend divisional round. Cowboys at the Niners. And finally, me and the spreadsheet, me and the formula disagree on this. And don't hate me, Cowboy fans. I got to go with my gut, okay? I, I, I just, I got to go with it. And I think this is more than a field goal plus the hook. I, I do. Uh, so Dallas is 11-7 and seven against the spread. Niners are 12-6. and six. They're nine, By the way, Niners favored by three and a half. Over under in this game is 46. And I didn't do the highlights. That's my bad. This is the one I told you I forgot. Cowboys putting up more points per game offensively, but look at that Niners defense. 16 points a game. And don't get me wrong. When Dallas' defense is on, as you saw last week against Tom Brady, they're really good. Is Micah Parsons going to be 100%? I mean, he's still really good at 80%. I keep an eye on that. I don't know yet. Uh, I didn't look for an update before I got here. I guess I should have as a good host. Uh, but I'm sure the 9,000 Cowboy fans we have in the chat would tell me. But let's go see. Let's see. Dallas. Roster injuries. Jan 18. That's, uh, let's see, 17. Uh, Jason Peters was questionable as of Jan 17. <sighs> Jerron Curse is questionable. Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, status questionable. Uh Devin Harper. Okay, well, it looks like Parsons is going to be fine. As, as, and he's not even on the list. So, there you go. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't touch anything with a star on it. Okay. Hugh Dab said, yo, mama. Was that to me? Was that to me? Uh, sports trash. Dallas defense is really good, too. Totally agree. Again, Bucks got shit offense. Well, true. But Dallas' defense is really good and had been for a while. Dan's... Uh, Dan Quinn's defense versus a rookie QB. Bro, you can say that. You can say that, but this has been every NFL defense versus a rookie QB, and all he's done is all he's done. Um, By the way, breaking news, Jimmy Garoppolo out for this game. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Okay. Uh, That actually has moved. I'm on ESPN's website, and this is actually at minus four. Four now. So money coming in, uh, and a little correction has been made. So now it's Niners minus four. I don't have Bovado open anymore. I would look up uh if it was what it is. Let's let oh, fuck I'll open it real quick. We got we got a little bit of time. 
448 Bovado or Bovada, I should say. Uh, sports NFL divisional round. <gasps> Bitch, where to go? Bitch, where to go? Oh, I was like, what is that? Packers Lions. That was a sim game. Who's out here betting on sim games? You got a real problem if you bet on sim games. I don't. I don't want to know you. All right, Cowboys Niners. Yeah, Bovada has now now has it at four over under forty six as well. Okay, good to know. So it has moved a little bit since I uh, put these slides together before the show this morning. Well, actually, I got the numbers at eight o'clock. All right, ah, <clears throat> uh, Cowboy fans, go get your mattress. Nice. Bungles Niners Super Bowl says Titan Hugo. Kaepernick also will not play this weekend. Good job, Hugh Dab. Thank you for the breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, this just into the Barry on Deck World Headquarters right here in Spring, Texas. Uh, I am getting reports from the field. Uh, Houston Dab 975er is reporting uh, Colin Kaepernick will not play this weekend. Back to you, Jim. Oh, all right. Uh, hey, Ivan, have a good weekend, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, you have a badass weekend as well, my friend. Hugh Dab, thank you for the 69. I like. Thank you for the 69 bits, buddy. Uh, all right, so we got that out of the way. Yeah, Chapo's like, man, who'd have thunk it? <laughs> all right, here you go. Here's the breakdown. Statistically, I forgot to highlight these, uh, but Niners, uh, or sorry, Cowboys better offensively by a point a game. Niners better defensively by four a game. I'm surprised at this, but uh, both teams able to run the ball effectively. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is such a wild card, but Dallas is two-headed monster. Man, Tony Pollard is a beast. I love watching that dude run the football. I may not be a true dyed-in-the-wool Cowboys fan, although I've gotten a lot better since I was younger when I fucking hated the Cowboys, but I love watching, uh, watching Tony Pollard run. The only thing more fun than watching him run is watching Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey run. So... Uh, that's there. Hey, Hugh Dab, appreciate you, pimp. I know. Uh, <laughs> Hugh Dab said, I was just bouncing off your Garoppolo joke. Tough crowd. No, no, no. That's, that's why I did it. That's why I did it. I was like, uh, yeah, I know. That was, uh, I was rolling with you, buddy. We were on the same team on that one. That was for you, pimp. Title Wave said, my guess, Cowboys 24, Niners 38. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, hey, Hugh Dab, thank you for the 100 and... 69, I like. All right, uh, rushing yards about the same. Rushing yards allowed, Niners defense is stingy. That's what's going to be interesting. Can the two-headed monster crack the code? Can can Elliott and Tony Pollard and uh, the offensive unit figure out how to run the ball on the Niners? Because, boy, they don't. They are stingy. Look at that, 77 a game. That's stingy as fuck. Uh, passing yards about the same, even with Brock Purdy or Garoppolo. It don't matter. It don't matter. It's the offense. At the end of the day, I looked at Garoppolo's, I mean, uh, Brock Purdy's like passing chart. Yeah, he gets the ball down the field a little bit here and there. But end of the day, man, all you got to do is dump that shit off to Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel. Kind of like, you know, with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Hit a, hit a shallow crossing route and just let them run. It's just how it goes. Um, 
Passing yards allowed about equal as well. Look at the turnovers, though. Both of these defenses will get after you and turn the ball over. And as much as we talk about differentials, that that's going to be interesting to see. Can both of these defenses, who are, I think, one and two in the NFL and turnover differential, will they be able to force the other offense into turnovers? Let me see if I remember that right. Potch, thank you for the... <laughs> 69. I like it. Thank you for the 69 bits, buddy. Let's look at team stats real quick, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. we got eight minutes left in the show. Don't rush me, chat. Nobody rushed me. I'm just being a dick. Uh, all right, let's see. Team stats, uh, turnovers. <laughs> all right, here we go. Pull that up. There you go. Turnover differential. That is regular C. What the hell? No, that's wrong. You got to go over here and then go regular season and then go turnovers. There you go. Yeah, they're one, two. Niners are number one with a plus 13. Cowboys, uh, number two. Eagles, number three at a plus eight. I mean, no surprise. Three of the best teams in football are three of the best teams at taking the ball away. No surprise there. Uh, Lions are pretty good at it, too, as were the Patriots. Bengals in the playoffs are good. Uh, Jags are good. Only playoff teams that are minus, as we saw, uh, or or uh, not, I shouldn't say minus, but not positive. Chiefs are a minus three, and uh, the Bills are a zero. But, you know, I mean, that speaks volumes about their quarterbacks and the risks that they take, too. So I said the same thing about Purdy. Yep. Uh, Dick Willie said Chargers versus Chargers and Jags. Bengals. I don't know what that is. Right is right is wrong. Said all Purdy's touchdown passes were five yard checkdowns. I can't tell if he's good or any QB would be good with their coach. I think one, any QB would be good with their coach. Two, it's not a bad thing when you have a guy who plays with it, plays within the offense, and uses the weapons that he's given. Bro, if I'm Brock Purdy, rookie quarterback, and I'm uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Offensive genius? You think I'm letting Brock Purdy throw fucking go routes to Debo? No. No. Listen. CMC, uh, you're going to run a wheel route. You're the check down. Brock, that is your third option. You're going one, two, three on the read, okay? We're going to look right. Uh, We're going to have Debo come across the middle on a a shallow crossing route. Easy throw. And if if, if he's covered, if he's not there, you're going to check down to CMC. Somebody make a play. And a break. Like that's okay. And then you get to hand the ball off to one of the better running backs in, uh, in, in football right now. So I don't think Brock Purdy is a world beater, but a lot of people, a lot of smart talking head football guys, former players really like the cut of his jib and the locker room does too, man. They apparently have, I was, I don't forget who I was listening to, but they were like, bro, these guys was guys would run through a wall right now for Brock Purdy. They fucking love this dude. And that shit matters. That shit matters, so, I mean, I'm with you in the sense that I don't know who he is or what he is, but damn, I mean, I have my doubts about Jalen Hurts. At some point, you just got to go, okay, he's playing legit. I mean, you know, winning three games or four games or Vegas doesn't seem too bothered by it, you know what I mean? I mean, it is the smallest spread, but that's also because the Cowboys are really good. 
They got a really good defense. They got an explosive offense. They can run the ball, play ball control. Dak can get the ball down the field when he needs to. Uh, the, their kicking game is... Uh, Emotional damage. Other than that... Uh, Catfish said this is a career-making or breaking game for both QBs. Uh, I disagree for, for Dak. I don't think this is a career-make or break for Dak. Or Purdy, for that matter. I think for Purdy, um, you know, it, it, this just adds to... I mean, look, Brock Purdy's legend in San Francisco, at least for the foreseeable future, is already cemented. He's playing with house money at this point. There's nothing left for this kid to prove. The last pick in the draft, how many times they're going to bring that up? How many times they're going to call the dude Mr. Irrelevant? All he does is win, 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 no matter what. He got them through the end of the season and into the playoffs, won a playoff game handily against a hot Seattle team. I don't think this is a make or break for him. And Dak won a playoff game against the GOAT. Not, and he looked outstanding. He had time to throw the ball. He had time to make his reads and progressions and make good decisions. The defense gave him the ball. They got that pick six in the red zone. The defense kept them ahead despite Maher being a complete bumbling fucking idiot. That didn't affect them. It didn't, you know, mess with their psyche at all. I, Dak, to me, squashed all of the the nonsense and the chatter about him and I still don't understand why people doubt Dak Prescott as a quarterback the, all, the dude puts up ridiculous numbers I get it you gotta win in the playoffs well guess what he did he beat the goat on the road and, you know the whole narrative never beat the Cowboys Cowboys never beat Tom Brady Dak Prescott never beat Tom well all that's done now bye bye done so I think in a way Dak is playing with house money Jerry's happy they gotta win Fan base is happy. Ugh, if the Cowboys do lose, it's time for a new coach. Now, I would agree with that. I don't think Mike McCarthy is the guy long-term. I think he could do a lot better. But Dre said he's the James Harden of the NFL. You mean that he's going to get to the NFC title game and then lose again? Uh, right is wrong. said he beat an 8-9 and nine team. Yeah. Um. But I, I, if we go back a week to last Thursday and I had to look at this fucking chat and how many people, it's Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. Don't count. It's Brady in the playoffs. It's this. It's that. It's this. You can't rewrite the narrative now, homie. Right is wrong. You cannot rewrite the narrative. I get it. that They were not a great football team. But all you heard about was they can't beat Tom Brady. They can't win on the road. Remember Jason Garrett and a whole host of people like, they're slow on grass. And I told you guys that was a fucking retard. Dang it. Can't believe I said the R word. I apologize. That was disgusting. Uh, that was a dumb uh, analogy. No, a dumb, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, comparison. It's just, uh, you, they, they act like these guys had never seen grass. Like they don't know how to play on grass. Fuck all that. These are grown-ass men that play football. So the narrative last week was, be careful because it's Tom Brady. Don't sleep on him. Well, now that work. And it should have been by more. It should have been. They should have had four extra points on the board and didn't get those. It was an ass whooping. And the defense played great. 
And and Dak played great. Every it was a damn near flawless game by the Cowboys, except for the kicking game. So no reason to think, yeah, Sean, I need a dump button. No reason to think they can't do that again. I think the narrative is uh is uh is is what does it say a handy capable way of saying? Oh, there you go. Uh, I think the uh, I think the narrative is that you know well Dak still has something to prove. I don't I don't I what. I don't know. I disagree, but I'm not a Cowboys fan. So maybe if you're a Cowboys fan, you think that I don't think Brock Purdy has anything to prove. I don't think this is a make or break for either of those guys. I think the big make or break might be McCarthy. I do agree with that. He might be, he might be gone, especially if this is a blowout, but I don't think this is a blowout. I think it's going to be good. Uh, Barry, you can't sleep on Brady. Yes. Hindsight is what it is, but going in last week's game, you can't just push Brady to the side. Totally agree. Totally agree. That's why it's so easy to, for people to try to discount the win that the Cowboys had last week. That was an ass whooping. I mean, that was an ass whooping. I mean, again, yeah, it was the worst uh, playoff team in the playoffs. It was still the GOAT. Still the GOAT. So um, I, this is going to be a fun game. I think the best game of the weekend, uh, uh, Bills, Bengals. That's going to be a lot of fun. I think Chiefs-Jags will be fun. I'm not so interested. I've never been an NFC East guy. I feel like for some reason, uh, just watching their brand of football has always been eh, when they play each other. But when the Cowboys play the Niners, that's, to me, more fun. And So, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think we got four good games. Is there a team... Uh, before we go, chat, I'm about to get out of here. Is there a team? Because we started late, too. We started at 2.30, so I don't feel bad for going over a little bit. If you watched his game all year, uh, you could. Okay, well, I don't watch fucking Tampa football 24-7. Alex says 23-17 Niners. Okay. Hubbard Bengals anytime touchdown, uh, McGeezy says. Okay. Uh, great week of shows. Hey, thank you, Reyes. I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, appreciate you very much. Um... Dak would have gotten criticized if they lost too. So either way, true. You know, he's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. I don't like it. So um, whatever. Uh, Mark said, driving home. Great show. Peace and love. Hey, appreciate you, homie. Uh, Thank you. And and, uh, be safe. 2320 Cowboys says catfish. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you guys something. Oh, of the teams that are out of the playoffs, if you could pick one team, in the AFC or the NFC, just one has to remain in the conference and you replaced one of the existing teams. Which team that's that got bounced would you want to bring back and which team would you replace them with? Does that make sense, chat, before we go? So in other words, if you really love you some Tom Brady and you wanted to see him continue in the playoffs and you were just dying to see him Take on maybe the, the 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 Niners or take take on the Eagles. Uh, which team in the playoffs in the wild card round? Not Steelers, Jags. Chiefs, Jags will be terrible. You will blink, and Mahomes will put up forty on the Jags. Mm. Right is wrong. Said Steelers, Dolphins. No, no, no. You guys are misunderstanding the question. Of the play, of the teams that made the playoffs and lost in the wild card round. Which one would you, if I gave you a free pass to advance? See, Dick really gets it. Chargers, perhaps, or the Vikings? Yes. Yeah, see, there you go. Titan Hugo said none. You happy with uh, with the matchups? I ain't mad at that. 
Oh, see, Ruin, I like that caveat. Miami, but with Tua, that's pretty good. I wonder if Tua would have played if they would have won. I feel like he would have, right? I feel like Tua would have played. It's like, well, divisional round, it matters now. It's important. I'll go out there. I feel like he would have played. Um, I'm probably, I don't know. Let me look at the list one more time. Who would I want? Not Seattle. I love me some Chargers, and I shouldn't. Minnesota, Baltimore, and Tampa Bay. Definitely not the Bucks. Not Baltimore unless Lamar Jackson was healthy. Um, I'm going to go Chargers. I'm going to say I wish the Chargers um, advanced. And I, I'd replace the Jags. I'd like to see Chargers, Chiefs, and uh, and Bengals, uh, Bills in the in the AFC. So, yeah, I'm with you, Perry. Same. Dave, same. I'm ready to see Herbert versus Mahomes in the playoffs once and for all. Yeah, I agree, 698. Yeah, uh, I, I do agree with that. Right is wrong said Vikings. Okay. I'm surprised. Anytime I showed love to Kirk Cousins, I got demolished in this chat. It sucks. All year I defended his stupid ass, and then it turns out, he sucks. Never again. Never again. Never again. I don't give a shit. He's now my Kirk third cousins. We're going to end on that shitty dad joke. Yeah. Because you know what? I'm a professional comedian. And I don't need your approval. Oh, boy. All right, chat. I appreciate you guys, man. I love you damn dirty deckheads. Thank you, one and all. A lot of new names in the chat as of late, and I'm loving that too, man. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. We do it all the time, man. That's uh, this is episode 601. So uh, keep hanging out, man. This show grows and gets more fun. I love the different interactions. I love, I love, I like having people disagreeing with me in the chat. Like right is wrong. Like flip. Uh, who else is always disagreeing with me? Right is wrong. Flip. There's like three more that I know are just going to be like, nope. Amos usually. Amos, Flip, right is wrong. Those are the three. Those are like my three uh, uh, take rivals. My my three arch rivals when it comes to takes. Uh, but I dig it. I like it. I like that. I, I, I don't want everybody to just be like, okay. And then we go to the next topic. That's boring as shit. But anyways, I digress. Uh, I love all the new names and faces, man. I'm glad you guys are here. Well, Crystal, welcome back. We're leaving. You're done. Uh, all right. So we're done. Uh, I'll see you guys on Monday. Enjoy the football. Enjoy your Friday. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be kind. Love each other. Those are the three favors I need you to do for me over the next four days until I see you on Monday. Be safe. Be kind. Love each other. I'll see you all next week, man. Um, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. What are we rating? Are we rating anybody? Is anybody on that we want to rate? Where can we send these lovely people? Pick a live channel to rate. There's no channel. None of the channels I follow are on right now. Oh, that can't be true. I don't believe you. No way. Bye, Donna. I love you, Bobo. Matthew said problem right. What? 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 Thank you, Uriel. What's going on? 
Oh, Cece, I love you, boo-boo. Thank you so much. I can't raid for some reason. Well, I, I want to return this favor in the raid, but like nothing is popping up on my screen. That is so weird. All right. Well, I guess we're out. Is Chelly God on? Yeah, I'll raid Chelly God. Let me try it from the console. Let's see. Uh, all right, chat. I love you guys. Yeah, Chelly's on. All right. I will raid Chelly God. Uh, let's see. Raid uh, Chelly. Yeah, see, it's not popping up. Uh, is Potch here? Or Jin, do you know how to raid from the command line? Or Potch? It's not popping up for me for some reason. What's his channel name? I can't find it because uh, I, I need to copy and paste it for the raid. Let's see. Hold on. Let me go to another Twitch window. Damn it. Sorry, chat. Hold on one second. Uh, Chelly. There we go. Chelly God 7 or some shit like that. Chelly God 7. There we go. Okay. Yep. I'm going to send you over to Chelly God 7. He's doing just chatting, so I don't even know if it's sports talk, but fuck it. Have fun. He's a funny ass dude. Uh, he's a fun dude. Go give him a follow if you haven't before. Uh, and enjoy. All right. Hey, oh, thank you. Uh, right is wrong. Appreciate that. Yep. Copy paste. And here we go. All right. Later, you guys. Bye. What is this? Barry used Chelly God. Oh, is it followers or subscriber only chat? Okay. That's fine. All right. It should work. Did the raid work? Did it work? Are we there? Bye, guys.